everybody. Uh, I am Griffin. I'm David Sims. Uh, welcome to Griffin and David present uh, Revenge of the Podcast Live. Uh, thank you for joining us here at uh, Union Hall this excellent night as we prepare to watch, I think I can speak for both of us, Revenge of the Sith for our last time. Yeah, we're going to, I'll never see this movie again. Uh, this is the last time. For the 11th and last time. I've used both of my drink tickets already uh, because that's the only state I want to watch this movie in. Um, I don't know if everyone's uh, caught up with uh, the podcast we released an episode today in which we, we had the guest, I mean, the big guest we've been aiming for. The final land of the White Whale. From the beginning of this exploration of three films, trying to figure out what these movies are about. We finally got the White Whale, we got George Lucas on the show. So I, I want to bring him out because he's, he's agreed to do the commentary as well. Before I do, I think we need to bring out, I mean, really the hero. Yep. Of Griffin you want to trade him off? You want to trade him off? Yes. He is, you might know him as producer Ben. Maybe Purdue Ben. Maybe Ben Deucer. Uh Poet Laureate. The Haas. Uh, Hello Fennel. The Peeper. Is that it? Uh, the Tiebreaker. The Tiebreaker. There's one more you Mr. added. Mr. Positive. Mr. Positive. And the Poet Laureate. Oh, you and said the Poet I said the Poet Laureate. Laureate. Okay. Everybody, uh, please. Welcome to the stage, producer Ben Hosley. <laughs> A.K.A. <laughs> producer Ben Kenobi. Oh, yeah, that, that's the That one. was the recent that's the one. one. That was made up. Ben, how are you feeling? I am not happy to be watching this again. I hate this movie. It sucks. But I, I don't know. I'm glad that a bunch of people came out to watch. So that's cool. You were positive about this show uh, this afternoon. Yeah. And then I showed up. Then yeah. you showed up. I came into the bar, yeah. and the first words he said to me were, I'm so angry. Yes, because yeah. nothing was figured out. You guys didn't plan this. <laughs> so I had to figure it out. So thanks a lot. Appreciate Mr. Positive, it. everyone. It's a great night so far. We call you Purdue Ben for a reason. And ladies and gentlemen, uh, without further ado, I'd like to bring to the stage uh, the mastermind, the architect, the... You want to list genius. his credits? Uh, sure. He directed uh, THX 1138. Great movie. Uh, American Graffiti. Love that movie. Uh, we just found out there was a rough draft in yeah, early. Yeah, some 70s movie. He test screened a movie in 1977 called Star Wars A New Hope, the special edition is the title I don't know. He, I don't know. he can explain. Apparently, he made three Star Wars movies that weren't released until later. But, I mean, the main reason we're all here tonight is, of course, the Phantom Mass trilogy, the Phantom Mass Attack of the Clones, Revenge of the Sith, Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome to the stage uh, Academy Award nominee George Lucas. Thank you. Thank you, George, for being here. Welcome, George. Oh, complete with lightsaber. You brought your own... Complete with tiny lightsaber. You got a chode of a lightsaber there. That's how, how you use it. Okay. Well, uh, we, got, we got a stupid Great long movie works. to watch, so let's just start it without further ado. Yeah, think, let's right? yeah. get this over with. Let's get this over Come with. Come on, Ben. George, I mean, this is a rare opportunity you have. It's a public screen of the film with a, an audience here, rabid fans. Yeah. Is there any context you want to give them for how to view this film? You like great movies? Okay. <laughs> okay, George. That answer will dictate how you feel about this. Okay, so if you're listening at home, this is a 20th Century Fox logo. Yeah, we are recording this. Recording this. This is an audio commentary that you can listen to at home. Last Lucas time you'll hear this fanfare before a Star Wars movie. Really? Yeah. So that's a, that fanfare is off? It's gone. Wow, that's incredible. When you wish upon a star. <laughs> okay, now, credit or credits do. I like this part. This part's good. This Great part's subtitle. really good. This? <laughs> cool. Yeah. Super cool. I like the subtitle, yeah. too. I do, too. Very subtitles everyone can Well, that font can be hard to read. Because <laughs> the... Bends a little. Are you going to do maybe yeah, okay, one so, last? So, episode three, Revenge of the Sith. 
I mean, if people are watching along with the movie, they can read this. War! War! It's an exciting way to start a movie. Yeah, I like the exclamation Punchy. point that early on. Evil is everywhere, George. Yep. Now, you lead with Count Dooku. You mentioned Count Dooku plays Also, uh, do you like that? I, I justified the text, but it leaves some big spaces sometimes. Like between Lord and Count and Dooku. I think you also use a, a two-period rather than a three-period ellipsis. Yeah. At one point. Did, uh, did, were you given a character limit that you had to hit for this crawl? Because it feels like you were cheating to hit three No, this is an indie pages. movie. Indie movies indie are creator-controlled. Right. I don't have some studio executive oh, no. Oh, no, looking four. over my shoulder. It's four periods. Yeah, it's a wow. li- that's a, a tip forward to the... N- it's a little sneak peek of episode four. That's what that... Right that was there. a conscious One for each choice. episode that I would direct. That is, that is incredible. Period. So wait, you directed four. You're saying you didn't direct the other ones? Which ones? The, uh, the ones you made in the 70s or whatever. Well, I, pre- I test screened New Hope in 77. Yeah. Then we did test screenings of Empire Strikes Back. Return of the Jedi, and then we released all three in one year. They weren't finished until the 90s. Yeah, in, the, in 1997. Yeah. Oh, great opening shot. I mean, at this point, a little played out, though. You use the same opening well, shot. Well, it's the Ring Theory. Read that website. Oh, great. Uh, Ship everything's fighting. mirrored. Whoa, where'd those ships come from? Looks it's great. From underneath, though. Little surprise. At us. With the cameras from underneath? Oh, well, usually, yes. from underneath. usually it's from yeah. underneath. So is there, is there any symbolism to that? that usually... I like stuff that goes fast. Okay. <laughs> I'm so glad we got him. Me too. This yeah. is great. Oh, look These at that. The kind of explanations I was waiting for. You couldn't for. do this any other way other than digitally. It's amazing. You're telling me you're not wowed by that? Look at that. That's amazing. I mean, honestly, I, I have a little bit of a headache already. <laughs> well, it's a, evil is everywhere. It's a traumatic time. Headache is a good response. So... I gotta get into... Your big argument for a lot of your creative decisions is that anything we don't like was intentional. That these no. movies are not... No, that's a coincidence. Either. That's a coincidence. It's a coincidence that the parts that you think you don't like are just parts where I design you should have a bad feeling because as the, as the famous joke goes, I have a bad feeling about this. It's built into the fabric of the movies. There's R2. There's our first line of dialogue. Oh. Lock on to him, R2. Lock on to him, R2. How's the volume here? Is the movie too loud? Or are we too quiet? <laughs> Housekeeping, because we got a long way to go. I want to make sure. Yeah, yeah. People look at these, speak up. Look at these things. Yeah. I love these. Look. This is this is a collaborative experience. Oh. Okay, now vulture droids. We we have accused these characters, uh, if we can even call them that, of being craven uh, uh, creations solely to sell toys. Can you tell me what the story impetus was for the vulture droids? Well, first of all, kids love toys. I don't think yeah, that's a bad motive. Uh, no. I'm sorry I created a character that was so cool that they made a toy out of it. I think it's the buzz oh. droids that are really annoying. They're coming up. This is where the fun begins. That's intentional. I put that line there because that is literally yeah. where the real fun of the movie begins. So we're not supposed to be having fun up until this point? <laughs> so That's your explanation? You have no. your characters constantly describing how much fun they're having yeah. just in yeah. case we're not getting it. Well, that's my movies appeal to both smart people and stupid people. So I sometimes put a little gift in for someone who doesn't know this is supposed to be fun. Uh, you're, now, here's the thing I've harped on in past episodes. Uh, when they cut to this uh, clone commander here, yeah. uh, his yeah. helmet is entirely CGI. That is a real human being with a CGI helmet put over his face, which is why the light hits it in weird looks ways. Looks better. Is that your honest argument, that that looks better than buying a physical helmet and putting it on a guy's head? Well, you noticed it. I don't think we'd be talking about it if it looked like some shitty practical helmet. Well, I think that's the goal. I shouldn't be taken out of the scene to... I mean, I... Creative decisions. I told you I, I came on too hard on the podcast. I'm gonna try to yeah, you gotta, you gotta temper my down, emotions you know. here. He's our friend. He's here with us tonight. 
These are friends. See, that's a little. No, see how many no's I put there? Five no's. That's a little. That's a call forward. That word's going to be important later in the film. I planted a lot of times where people said the word no, so that later on, now, I don't want to spoil it in case this is the first viewing for anyone. But the word no is key to this movie. Okay. And uh, you've said no is your least favorite word. Thank you. Yeah. yeah. And that's why I put this the word no in this movie so many All times. Because right, yep. this is the the low point. This is the what tragedy. There, bad things. I got corn dogs. Am I, yeah. I going to not eat dinner? What are you okay, talking? Okay. So our only yeah. Uh, we got to received... eat on mic. That's what our fans want. Yeah. yeah. I was actually. I will say I was disappointed that the phrase. Flying is for droids didn't catch on. I kind of put that in there thinking people would start saying that. Maybe put it on T-shirts. Maybe. Yeah. yeah. Uh, now, these are the buzz droids. This, these are the toy droids. Look at these oh, things. Adorable, but also sinister. And he's going to say, hit the center eye. Oh, look what they did. Oh, that's brutal. That is. That, that shows I have balls. Look what I was willing to do. George, can I ask you, what is an instance in, in where you thought, imagined that a person would use that phrase in everyday conversation? Like if, if someone didn't want to fly on an airplane? Yeah. Like people who are afraid of flying could say, like, I, I'll drive, I don't want to take an airplane. Flying is for droids. So they liked it. Your plan was for that phrase to be used anytime someone didn't like being... Yeah, like right now there's a travel advisory until February 24th because of terrorism. Uh-huh. So if you don't want to fly, but you want a fun catchphrase, you don't want to be brought down by the real-world topic of, of fear of a massive attack, say flying us for droids kind of lightens a serious moment. Hold on, Anakin, you're going to get us both killed. You, you can only use it if you think... No, no, I was just quoting what was just said in the movie. Oh, great, be watching the movie Griffin rather than eating on mic. I've seen this like nine times. <laughs> it's not enough. He's gonna say it. That line is that the big no, line no, no. he was gonna say? It's the most dramatically inert fight. There you go. Now there's yeah. a massive difference in the amount of danger <laughs> Obi Wan seems to be in in terms of his performance. Yeah, he's ready for death. Yeah, he's scared. He says like, "Go on without me. It's over." Yeah. Yeah going to get killed by some buzz droids. Uh, Anakin seems to uh, be treating this with the seriousness of buying soup at a grocery <laughs> store. Was that a conscious? Did you direct Hayden yeah, in that did direction? You flatter, yeah, I said, flatter. I said, Hayden, less. The camera sees everything. <laughs> I mean, I got to give you... There it is. Yeah. Hilarious joke. Wow. Most successful joke in the history of humor. The most successful joke in the history of humor. Made You're more money than any other single single joke that's you, owned by one... How do you rank how much money a joke makes? <laughs> well, how many of the best, mo- biggest selling movies of all time is it in? Exclusively. Do you consider yourself a humorist, George? Uh, no, yes, I do, but not exclusively. A satirist? Oh, look at this. Yeah, it's a thrilling sequence. I'm a storyteller, first and foremost. <laughs> Once again, they look completely unafraid. Yep. None of this was real. I made all of this up. <laughs> I mean, yeah, that's how movies work. That's, yeah. yeah that's, that's how movies work. No, but I mean, I, this doesn't exist somewhere. We'd have to tear this down at the end. Just turn off the computer. So was that the argument, that it was more eco-friendly to not yeah, build sets? Yeah, completely green. Every other movie, they got to burn all the wood at when they're done. Yeah, you also... Is that what they do? They burn the sets? What, yeah, if they don't need them anymore. I mean, you should have seen the dumpsters at the end of this movie were just empty. They were just like people... They came by and said, no trash? I'm like, no, it's all digital. Uh, here's, one of your, here's one of your most oh, famous Oh, this guy is badass. General Grievous. Okay, so tell General us Grievous. Can you talk to us a little about He's creation. got a limb? Grievous? 
What he's wearing that? a coat because he's cold, because robots get cold. Did you notice that? The whole crowd went silent. That scares, scares the shit out yeah, of people. Yeah, he, he's imposing. <laughs> Especially smoker's cop. That's right. Oh, these guys, their bubbles are so... Uh, uh, great stuff. How many times have you seen this movie, George? I, I mean, I couldn't count. I've seen it. I probably see it once a week. And now. do you love it just as much every time? Yeah, probably more. So this is the, the most you've ever liked this movie by that Yeah, metric. probably. It's my favorite screening so much. I mean, you guys are talking a lot, but that's okay. <laughs> but there's a crowd, a laughing crowd. That's right. They love it. Laughter is, a, is a, one of the most positive human responses sure. you can have. So this is where Elevator Antics... This is where ele- Elevator Antics... Yeah, I don't know if you guys have heard the Elevator scene. Antics episode. Okay, so R2 has a lot of comedy in this what, movie. I love how R2 now. has to hold a cell phone <laughs> in his little... He's a robot. He doesn't have it built in. They couldn't build it, bake that into... <laughs> <laughs> These R2, guys are R2, R2's got a lot of personality. He could do it that way, but he prefers it that way. It's tactile. He prefers to be able to dial yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. the numbers with his little... With his little sort of plastic... R2-D2 has always been a character who uh, just dances to the beat of his own drummer, you know? Okay, so this is a great example of that. R2's trying to like, help them get the elevator up He holds it up to his mouth as if they'll understand what he's saying when he talks into it. He doesn't right. hold it up to his ear. Right. Which, which we know that they can't understand what R2-D2 is saying because C-3PO is a character that only exists so that he can translate R2-D2. But they don't know how to interpret his views. Like, if he'd put it away, they wouldn't notice him. No. I mean, I, there's a lot of logical flaws, George. No, those aren't logical flaws. People are imperfect. They make mistakes. <laughs> I mean, in the world of the movie, not me. But he's a robot. Yeah, he's a robot, but he's got personality. Yeah. That's why we love him. That's why we love R2. See? Droids have personality. They're not just machines. So there's like two more hours of this? Yeah, uh, yeah. yeah, yeah. Oh. Uh, okay. Maybe 210? Oh. You know. Oh, boy. That was a digital effect. Thanks for coming by, everyone. No, that was a digital effect. That last <laughs> thing you pointed out, that yeah. was a digital effect. Is this effect? digital right here? Yeah, it's all digital. But, but he, that last he's one was... oil? That wasn't real oil? You didn't shoot real oil? <laughs> no, I'm not Exxon. I'm not going to spill a bunch of You're oil everywhere. <laughs> I tell you, it's all green. If you like the planet, you'll love these movies. Not real fire either. That's an effect. That's an effect. It's just seamless, George. George, this is something we've debated in the past. Yeah. Uh, R2 does not fly at all in the Phantom Menace. Mm-hmm. In Attack of the Clones, he flies only when it's convenient for yeah. him. But not when everyone else is slowing down their pace so that they can right. you know, right. keep up with him. Yeah. And in this one, he flies to burn some droids to death. Yeah. Is R2 capable of flying at any point in time? Yeah, can he fly all the time? You ever seen a bird walking around? It's <laughs> a great And you answer. wonder why is that bird walking around? He could fly everywhere? Yeah. It's because people do what they want. Do right. birds walk 90 Griffin, you're missing time? Count Dooku. Okay, he's showing this up. Count Dooku. This is no, but it's Christmas. a comparison. I'm not saying he's a bird. I'm just saying everyone's different. Now, Count Dooku was the second line in your, in your opening scroll. Crawl. Yeah. Yeah. And this is his only one. Oh, he flubbers boy. onto the ground. Yep. I was gonna, I was gonna make a joke and say that that was a, he really did that, but of course he was a very old man. He, he was didn't like do 88. That. Yeah. Yeah. It was impressive. Now you let Dooku get away at the end of uh, Attack of the Clones. Yeah, it was very important to get away at the end of Episode Two so we could have this scene. This pivotal scene. This you get 90 a, seconds. I mean, they're all pivotal. <laughs> Every scene is pivotal. Every scene is pivotal. 
Do you think there's no fat on this movie? Do you watch this and you don't think there's anything you should have cut in hindsight ten years out? No, I should have added stuff, if anything. Like really? elevator antics? Well, you probably will eventually. No, I can't. Disney owns them. I just gotta oh, live right. with the oh, money. I forgot about that deal. How much money was that again? A billion dollars. <laughs> <laughs> oh. That's a bad guy. Yeah, Christopher Lee is really good. Yeah. I don't know if even, it's just even we're just in the moving pocket around. for him. Yeah. No, we're so in the pocket for him. He's just so classy. <laughs> yeah, now this is... <laughs> you kind of want him to win. Yeah, and this is also, this is when the movie's cooking. He's the only character who seems alive on screen, in my opinion, you know? Oh, Griffin, totally. don't you want to ask Although me... Although that's... <laughs> don't, don't, I wanna don't you want to ask me why Ben Kenobi doesn't fly everywhere since he just flew across the room? Why doesn't Ben Kenobi fly everywhere because he could fly across the room? No, I was I was making fun of you. Okay, and I'm t- genuinely asking. If he you flew across because Dooku. Why wouldn't he do Dooku it? threw him across the room just now. That's why. So he wasn't flying. See, he's killing this scene. Yeah. No, this is a really good close-up. Take note in the subtitles for this. Every now and then, I will merge two words together in the subtitles, like. But you are two words. But I, in the subtitle there, it was but you, one word. So you consciously, that was, you had a yeah. hand over the subtitles for yeah. the entire film? Now, George, this movie is incredibly violent. Yeah, now this is great. You always say this movie is for children. The man just got his hands cut. Good, Anakin, good. And the good. reason I, I put that oh, line in there at it's part of a, It's oh. Palpatine's best line is coming up. Thank you. You're welcome. Here we go. This is the... This Mon- is the <laughs> Do it! Ugh. Gross. Decapitation. Uh, Head rolling. Head rolling. I regret cutting a line from that scene. What was the line that you had in originally? I, well, someone talked me into cutting the line. Dooku's final line was, but Misa count Dooku. Oh, my God. And I... Man, what I wouldn't give to add that. Because you see how it's a close one on his face. He looks right at the camera and goes, but, but Misa count Dooku. Now, George, why would he say that at that moment? Just for fun. It's, I thought it'd be a funny joke. Just lighten the mood. It's a dark <laughs> yeah. scene. Yeah. He knows sand people. <laughs> Sometimes they call them Tuscan Raiders because sand people sounds offensive. <laughs> so, but I, I stuck to my guns on that. I said, no, it's another universe. You can use the phrase sand people. It's not offensive, even, even in this day and age. Oh, so this is a bad guy. Yeah, he's a bad guy. He so, can say yeah, whatever he yeah, wants. Yeah. I wish he'd said more things. This that is were where problematic. he thinks they should just abandon Obi Wan. He's got his leg caught on something. More, oh. more battles, yep, more Star Wars. Grievous is so cool. <laughs> now, you talk a lot about taking inspiration from old cinema, silent cinema, like sci-fi serials. Yeah. What were your inspirations for, for Grievous? I once, I went to a nursing home once to uh, visit a, a sick relative. There was a, it scared the shit out of me. I thought. Nothing's, nothing's scarier than a dying old man. <laughs> you, you realize your own mortality. So that what if we make the bad guy really look like sickly? Just I wanted people clean, to feel like clear at, action. Any, at any moment our heroes could catch whatever Grievous has. So in your, in oh. your mind... So what is it, like bronchitis? Yeah, what do you think is it worse? Had? Is it like tuberculosis? We don't know because it's set in outer space. Yeah. There wouldn't be a name for it. That you would understand. Also, he's a robot. D- that doesn't matter. That's offensive. <laughs> yes, all droids. This, this whole, yeah, you know, the, the ship's going this way so oh. they can walk up it, I guess. 
slide it. Why wouldn't he fly at that moment? Yeah, he should probably hurt. fly. He's hurt. You ever see a bird get hurt? They don't fly. They lie on the ground. So, do you draw like birds? He was screaming. Now he's sliding. He knows that's fast. Oh. Now, you originally were in talks with uh, Academy Award nominee Gary Oldman, one yeah. of the finest living actors to play the voice of Grievous, and yeah. instead chose to hire Matthew Wood your sound supervisor on the film. Yeah, it was a close call. It was close. Did they both audition? Uh, yeah, I kept saying, Oldman, just do a little less. <laughs> it needs to, and Oldman, I felt like, I mean, no disrespect, he's great. He was in my friend, my buddy Francis's uh, movie Dracula, and I yeah. thought he was great in that. Yeah. Uh, oops. So you, you thought uh, Oldman was doing too much. Yeah, I said we got to go with Wood on this one. Because i got to say, Wood playing Grievous is giving maybe the most performance <laughs> I've ever heard. You didn't think that was overkill? And it's very Dracula-like. Very Dracula-like. Yeah. yeah. Well, I didn't want people to think it was Dracula. That was actually one thing I thought. They're going to think it's Dracula. This is a great moment. Just a quiet moment. We've had a lot of loud... This is the first really quiet moment in the movie. It's flying then. I was worried people would think that he was saying Roy Shields, the man who did the music for the Little Rascals movies. That was an actual concern of yours. Yeah. You thought that everyone watching this film, a film predominantly made for children, yeah. would get taken out of the film. It's okay. I was I'm worried. Sorry. I'm sorry. I was worried, you were worried. that you were they worried. would think we were going to cut to a decomposing future, because uh, it would be the future. I thought it was a long time ago, George. Yeah, no, I know, but Roy if they Shields activated Roy Shields, that would have been a 20th century film composer. Um, now, the destroyer droids have been in all three films, yeah. but are used sparingly, whereas the main battle droids, who are made out of rice paper and walk like babies <laughs> with dirty diapers, yeah. are used top to bottom. Is there a reason the Galactic Republic isn't using... I love all yeah, the use the of green. Margin? I love the use of General Grievous. His yeah, favorite like color the, is green. Yeah, puke green everywhere. Oh. Is, there, is there a reason, though, within the reality of the film that the destroyer droids are used so sparingly when they seem to be a lot more advanced? And they use a lot more energy. So it's like a carbon concern. No, it, it has to do with, like, we want to use them sparingly because we don't want to drain all the batteries. I've already mentioned batteries once in this film. So you're saying with, within the reality of the movie, the yeah. destroyer droids have to be charged? Yeah, it's like when you're running a program on your computer or your phone and you know it drains the, the battery. So you're like, I only use it when I need to. Great. You don't think that power... Yeah, that no, so, so the destroyer droids are the Tinder of the Star Wars universe. I, I don't know what that is. I'm a married man. So, I love that line reading. Love, that's a great line reading. Inspector Gadget. And this time, you won't escape. They're yeah. so close to defeating him right here. We could have saved like 40 minutes of plot. But I thought Grievous had them because he had put the lightsabers in his pocket in a jacket that he's, he's wearing. He's got cape pockets. Yeah, you know he's those got famous pockets. cape pockets yeah. that everyone has? So secure. How much of this is real, George? It's all right digital. Now. Yeah. I think, I don't know if I'm misremembering this, but I think there was a shot earlier of Palpatine saying, come now, and he's kind of bending over and wincing. I think someone made like a sex gif of that online. You think someone made a sex joke with that? Yeah, people do sex, sexy Star Wars gifs. So if you look to that point in the movie, that's where someone, I think, did make a gif, or if they, if they haven't, they probably will. Well, I mean, you know, George, on that subject, um, 
We have a checkered history in the past of this podcast. There are a few things. Do you I see do. the way he jumped? Do you see the way Grievous jumped there? No. And, how then, did he and jump? then Anakin jumps the same way. That's a kind of a predictive move. You see, like he's already jumping like the bad guy. So you're foreshadowing, foreshadowing. that he's going to become a, a bad guy. Bad guy. Because all bad guys jump the same. Do you think Osama right. bin Laden and Hitler jumped the same way? Probably. I don't know. I never met them. But I know in the Star Wars universe, bad guys jump the same way. So, uh, uh, George, you mentioned uh, sex gifts. Yeah. And uh, sex memes. Yeah. Uh, we have a checkered past on, on this podcast. Look at I love the way that the, they run. Griffin's setting up a bit, I think. You um, love this movie so much. It's great. Every every se- So far, every second's better than the, the last one. Do you think it, it's... So that's oh, your look th- at that. Do you see the way he wiggles his... The handwork on him, those aren't real. That's all... Uh, I made this. So how much... How hands-on are you in, in giving notes to the animators? Like, are you the hand model for that scene? I'll say, we, have him wiggle his hands. Are you acting out, though, and telling them to yeah, copy what you're like doing? do it like this. Move your hands like that. He's a bad guy. How are you doing, Ben? Oh, man. Yeah. Ben, what's your favorite part so far, Ben? <laughs> the oil stuff. Great. We talked about that earlier. Don't say Did that, you ben. think it was real oil? No, of course not. Good, None I'm glad. None of this is real. Yeah, but it's amazing because it looks real. Have you seen things in your real life that look like this, George? No, because I don't live in a space adventure. Do you wish you lived in a space adventure? I'm glad I haven't seen anything like this. I don't want to be in a volcano. (laughs) Yeah, I've seen stuff like this on the news. It's horrible. Uh, Griffin, you were trying to set up a bit? I was trying to set up a bit. What are you setting up? Sex memes? Star Wars sex Sex memes. I, I have, in the past... You know, we've done 10 episodes for each of these uh, prequel films, uh, yeah. these uh, Phantom Mass trilogy films. And um, when we're sort of running dry of things to talk about, I often sink to talking about fan fiction. Right. Yes. And the fan fiction often happens to be erotic in nature. I don't know if yeah. you're familiar with this, but a lot I of people am. write... Li- yeah, I, I don't like it. You no, don't really? like it? It's people drawing inspiration from your work. I know, but I've never liked it. My employees traditionally have known not to bring up stuff like that to me. I don't think it's funny or fun. And they can't say your least favorite word to you. No. That's it, right? Yeah. You don't like the word no. (laughs) You don't don't like the word no. That's why I use it in this, because this is the the darkest movie probably anyone's ever going to make. This is, you think this is the darkest? (laughs) Yeah. He just said it, Griff. Okay. Name a darker one. Schindler's List. (laughs) Okay, but he's my friend. Of course Steve's going to make Oh, you're right. It wasn't dark it. because it was your friend who No, made it. but it's not fair to bring up my friend's movie. We both make good movies. Of course Steve made that. This is my Schindler's List. <laughs> you're, you're a remarkable man, George. A lot of people die in this movie. Yeah. For, and they shouldn't have. Yeah. Right, so Tell me that's not... Griffin. This is Coruscant. Don't belittle the deaths in this movie oh just because they're fake. This is Coruscant, the whole, whole planet. planet's a city. We still haven't gotten to the bottom of this. How no. does this planet work? It's a city planet. Yeah, but, like, what's the infrastructure? Like, I don't get it. The whole it. planet's made of city. Is it, but does that yeah. whole It's like oh, the Tin Man in The Wizard of Oz. He started off as a woodsman, and then he was cursed by the Wicked Witch, I believe, of the, of the East. Because he was in love with, uh, I mean, this is going off topic a little bit. Yeah. But in, yeah, the, in the original yeah. uh, Baum books for Wizard of Oz, the Tin Woodsman was just a regular woodsman. He fell yeah. in love with a Munchkin girl who worked for the Wicked Witch of the East. 
She put a curse on him that made him chop his arm off. He went to a tinsmith who placed the arm with a tin arm. So it's sort he of chopped piece by off piece. Piece by piece until he was eventually all tin. That's why he needed a heart because he was all tin. That's the way uh, Coruscant was as a planet. Started it off was as a planet. once a wood planet? No, it was once just a regular planet. Okay, okay please don't. This is a serious topic. <laughs> I respect your question and give you an answer. This isn't goofing around. We're watching episode three here. It's true. Uh, but eventually it became all city and none of the original planet was left. It had all been... Citified. Yeah, citified. Pillars. Guys, oh. it's the pillars. Oh, great. George, in your mind, this, this is your favorite part of the film, David, is the pillars. The pillars. But I also, if I'm not mistaken, I believe that woman How over... How many pillars? If I'm not mistaken, George, is the woman over uh, the shoulder of Palpatine not one of your daughters? Your daughter. That's yeah. one of your daughters, I believe. I love right? her. You love her? Yeah. <laughs> and that, and that uh, was based on Weird Al Yankovic in his fat video. That other alien's kind of a little What's tip of the hat. What's his name again? Uh, Free Tom? Yeah, that's right. Yeah. Yeah, that's a little tip of the hat. I can't believe we know that. I know everything. Hey! 3PO. So many pillars. There's Smiths? Yeah. There's our main man. Hey, we'll give here. it up for Smiths. Give me Smiths, people. Let's get a little Well, that's why I did. I rolled out the red carpet for him. <laughs> that's a little nod to how much we like Jimmy Smiths. You rolled out the red carpet. Yeah, it's like, well... He'll, um, like th- he'll like this. George, you said you never found the, the uh, fan fiction funny, but did you find it sexy? I mean, that was the intended he's, he's purpose. He's got something on his phone, people. I don't yeah. know if I have anything. I don't know if I have anything. Let me just say this, and I'm proud oh, of this. God. In every Star Wars I... movie I've ever made, C-3PO has two golden arms. And that's the way it should be. Now, this is the first, like, romantically charged moment in the film. One could argue. Oh, They're neck kissing. Wow. I, oh. I, I promised David that I wouldn't read oh. any fan fiction tonight. That was a Great. promise I made for the sake of the podcast. I, I don't remember you making that promise, but I thank made you. that promise to you off mic. Oh. Well, this is a moment for it because this is so hot. This seems really well, sexy stuff. And that's why it's good that I created an out because I didn't promise that someone else he, wouldn't read fanfiction. He's talking about fiction. outer rim edges there. Uh, can we get Rachel Lang to this stage? Uh, past guest of the podcast, Rachel Lang. Uh, the only person Are we who pausing? Actually... Are we pausing the movie? No, for this? no, we're going straight oh, no, through. No, no, no. You kidding me? There's two and a half hours of this. We gotta pause the movie. This is the sexiest part. No, no it gets sexier. You talked about the outer rim edges, Dave. <laughs> You're you trembling. I mean? She's trembling. She's trembling. Of or course he's she is. Trembling. She's Someone's trembling. trembling. Okay, hey, Rachel. You guys, I, I just want you to know that producer Ben just told me I'll feed it to you out there about this mic. So it's getting in the mood. Setting it up. Setting it up. Well, welcome. And now I'm stuck, so I'll just. Uh, so, uh, season one, I, I read some uh, Obi-Wan, uh, Qui-Gon uh, fan fiction in which uh, uh, Obi-Wan uh, uh, performed fellatio on Qui-Gon Jinn through a speech You're, lo- you're so lucky I don't own Star Wars anymore. I was sued you back to the long time ago. I didn't write it, just read it. Uh, season two, I read some, some Padme Anakin stuff. Yep, yep. So, I felt that well had sort of been tapped dry. So, I, I tried to find something different. I found a, a short story uh, that Rachel's going to read called uh, Love Knows No Circuits. And I, I will be dramatically playing the role of uh, C-3PO. I do have a question. Are you going to be playing the role of R2 as well? Because there are some... I R2 will, lines. yes. All right, yes. great. Okay. And one more question. Do you want to read the commentary at the beginning? I will. Love Knows No Circuits by Sapadu. How long are you going to do this for, Griffin? Five hours. This was a challenge fic that I issued to Amy's, the elvish lady. It sort of dot 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 backfired on me though, dot 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 nervous laugh. You wrote that out? Yep, challenge right a yowie. Feel free to nervously laugh, people. With R2D2 and C3PO as a couple. R2, I don't care what you say. I'm not cooking. 
We don't need food anyway, and Master Luke says he's perfectly fine making his own meals for himself. Thripio squawked in indignation. Archie made a low, whining sound, which made Thripio jump. <laughs> what in heaven's name do you mean a romantic night for the two of us? <laughs> he snorted, turning on his metallic heels and starting to wobble away when R2 rolled up alongside Thripio, effectively blocking him from going any further. The astromech droid knew very, very well... Pardon? The astromech droid knew very well that 3PO was just trying to play hard to get and R2 wasn't going to stand for it, dot, 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 even if he didn't really stand. That's a joke, George. <laughs> I'm sorry, I was watching the movie. I no, George, that George, you pay Did attention to this. Did you intend 3PO and R2 to be romantically involved? Is that a sort of sub No, they're friends. These movies? They're friends. They're just buddies. Yeah. Well, for one thing, it's not normal for droids to have feelings at all. For their masters, perhaps, uh, certainly not for each other. For another, I'm programmed for protocol etiquette. It simply isn't proper for such behaviors. Why, in human beings, it's practically considered a mental disease. <laughs> 3PO humps to R2's protests. But the golden droid did almost trip when R2 brought up the subject of their master's mate. But that is an entirely different subject. Master Anakin has very good sense of these matters and is not our place to question. 3PO replied curtly, ignoring the 10-year age difference between the two humans in question. How long is this script? <laughs> Five pages. <laughs> R2 accused his counterpart with a series of clicks and beeps. <laughs> if 3PO could have, he would have flushed. I, I'm going to do the beep on this one. Can you read the translation, Rachel? Mm, I like it better the other way, but okay. I must admit, it looks no. rather good. Thank no, you. It's because I'm R2 added. 3PO rounded on R2 in a mock rage. Oh, stop it, you clanging, spluttering bucket of bolts. Yeah. 3PO demanded, slamming one of his metal arms down on R2's domed top, which R2 accused 3PO. Wife beater. And with that, the silver and blue astromech droid spun and rolled away, knowing full well that 3PO would follow him. Now, R2, don't be like that. Come back. I didn't mean it. 3PO stuff, protested. Huh? <laughs> nope. Chasing after his counterpart, his the, arms the flailing. You know I love you. R2 spun around to face 3PO again. This is a pretty sexy moment. R2 asked. 3PO started to sputter again. Well, I quite technically, that is anatomically impossible with arts. 3PO defended himself. R2 snorted. Kiss, he insisted. 3PO sighed and bent over at his waist, scraping the part of his mechanical humanoid face that would have been a mouth over the spot on R2's dome that he had smacked. Such was their version of a kiss. Around the corner of the doorway, Luke Skywalker, I mean, uh, Anakin Skywalker and his lover were spying on the two droids, the younger of the two obviously finding the whole affair hilarious beyond all reason, and on the floor, laughing. Yeah, I don't know who that is. I don't either. I think it was a typo. Uh, if, if I hadn't seen it with my own eyes, I never would have believed it. Skywalker. Anakin Skywalker muttered. Anakin Skywalker muttered. <laughs> two gray eyes smiled up at him from the floor. Hate to say I told you so, but I told you so. His lover said, still grinning. Anakin grinned back. Indeed you did. Kiss? Mission, mind-blowing success. Yes, this did get written in five minutes. Yes, I was up until my alarm clock read midnight. Yes, I am insane. That is how they end the story that they wrote. Thank you, Rachel Lang. Thank That's you, it. Rachel. Sorry about that. We got the fan fiction over with. I didn't read anything graphic. Yeah, that was actually very chaste. Thank you. Yeah, they were just kissing. I've learned lessons. I don't want to be a dirty boy my whole life. 
want to grow up. This well, is a pretty dirty sequence. While you were talking about it, you missed one of the sexiest cannon shots in the whole Star Wars saga. Anakin's bare chest. Anakin wakes up from a nightmare, which was very well-directed. <laughs> very very upsetting. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, well, you know, yeah, that's the kind of stuff we, I would have let him do in Return of the Jedi. Uh, you don't know about, uh, you guys don't know. You David Lynch? David Lynch, Lynch was going to was gonna direct that, but he didn't want to. Did he explain why he didn't want to? I don't know. I mean, he didn't tell me. He's a good guy. So you, you directed the episode four. Yeah. And then five and six you did not direct? Well, I basically directed Return of the Jedi because uh, Richard Marquand uh, got very sick. He basically turned in an assembly edit and I finished it while he died. Old man, George. What? Why? I'm just supposed to leave it unfinished? It's that what happened? So chronologically, you made those films first. We've now come to understand. Right. Yeah. And then. And I released them a year before, uh, or two years before, uh, episode Phantom one Menace. came out. Yes. And then, Phantom Mass you directed, Attack of the Clones you directed, Revenge of the Sith you directed. Yeah. What's your favorite? Uh, I can't choose. It's a t- it's a four way tie. Second place comes to goes to Return of the Jedi. Distant third goes to Empire Strikes Back. You guys are it's the ones you didn't direct. I get it. Well, my question no, is no, but Return of the Jedi is really great. Well, I can't wait to watch it. Yeah, I, I will believe it when I see look it. At, look at yourself, you, someone, you. The way that's because that's Yoda. That's how Yoda speaks. George, was there a reason you stepped away from directing episodes five and six, but came back for the prequels? What made you leave, and what made you come back? I want to ask. Uh, what, well, what was, I mean, ultimately, I was in charge of the final cuts of all of the movies. But the problem was I was trying to get independence so I could make these movies the way I... The reason the prequels are flawless is because they're independent movies. They're independently financed. I had final cut on them. I had a lot of people telling me no on episode four. And then I kind of... Your bet, least favorite word we've established. Yeah, I don't like that word. Uh, the... Uh, uh, the when it was time to make the second one uh-huh. that I made, uh, episode five, I kind of had to. I took my eye off the ball a little bit, and they did some goofy things that I'm not proud of. Uh, you know, Go- yeah. goofier than Jar Jar. What Just, kind of goofiness? Were they did improv about? stuff in it that they added jokes in that I didn't like. Uh, I don't want to spoil it because yeah, you guys haven't seen it yet. Let's not talk about it. Okay, fair enough. Yeah, we're yeah. talking about this movie. I mean, basically, I'm, I'm not perfect. I mean, the best you can say about me is I made five and a half perfect Star Wars movies, and I think that's a pretty good track record. This scene's great. <laughs> just electric. So, do you like your Jedis to always just have arms crossed, looking at the floor, not even looking at each other, really? Standard pose. Yeah, I love it. Shot, reverse shot. Yeah. I will say the visual language of these movies is very consistent. Thank you. Lean back. Yeah. Yeah. Well, you know, as my uh, uh, rest in peace, Michael Jackson, that I, I helped make Captain Neo, he mm. used to say he used yeah. to say the word bad, and he meant good or cool. So when people in these movies say I have a bad feeling about this, they're really saying I have a cool feeling about this. <laughs> yeah. Sometimes, cer- certainly, that's the meta. That's sort of like the inside joke of that joke. It's like. I have a bad feeling about this, but also this being the most successful joke in the history of humor, I have a cool feeling about how often and successful this joke will be. So that's 
the characters mean bad in the traditional they sense. They mean bad in the traditional sense. And you as the writer mean This whole, is a long like, time before Michael Jackson did that to that word. Well, it's a long time ago, yeah. A long time ago. And it was also so far away. Galaxy far, I, far away. I just want to point out, this movie just grinds to a halt. It just <laughs> literally, it's just people in rooms talking to each other for an hour. Look, he's appointing him to be his personal representative. On I know, the there's Jedi a lot Council. of parliamentary business to attend to. Well, how are we got to set, right now, we're putting the pieces in place. You've had three movies to put the pieces yeah, in place. Yeah, I know, but this opened with a giant uh, kick-ass battle, and now uh, we gotta, we got to take a pause, and now it's, what's going to happen next? What's going to happen next for an hour? <laughs> This, oh. is the, this is the Jedi Temple, right? This is the Jedi Look, Temple. That, those pillars represent the, the five great Star Wars movies. <laughs> <laughs> now, George, uh, this is a question I've always had. I've been sure. trying to figure this out there on yeah. all the films. Uh, what relationship does the Jedi Council and the Jedis at large have to the, the galaxy around them? Are they sort of like the Vatican? Like that they're their own independent state? They work in conjunction with other people, but they don't answer to anybody? Or do they? is there someone they report to? They have a higher midichlorian count than anybody else. I know what they are. <laughs> yeah. I'm asking. Yeah. Here's my question. Sure. Are the guys who are holograms, are they sitting in corresponding chairs elsewhere? Yes. Do they have yes. to sit in a chair to talk sure. to everyone else? Yeah, there aren't that many empty chairs around yeah. them. Are they sitting in an identical room with like 12 holograms? You ever use Skype? I basically invented it here. You're saying you predicted Skype with this, this is scene. Skype. They're Skype. You don't have to sit in a special chair for Skype. When I'm no. Skyping with my mom, I don't build a replica of her bedroom. <laughs> well, that's your choice. It sounds like you have some sort of issues there. Okay. The Wookiees come up for the first time in this series. And Yoda just springs into action. Oh, Yoda's never looked better. Do you think Yoda's a good-looking guy? No, I just mean it digitally. We had to use a puppet in the first movies we made. Oh, I'm excited to see that. Well, don't get your hopes up, because this looks perfect, so... I can make a better Jedi. Now, you've created two Jedis of your own. No, three, I think. One was a bad guy. He created one Sith, Darth oh, Stupid yeah. Idiot. What's Darth Stupid Idiot. Yeah, yeah. What's, that's a great name for a Isn't Jedi. Isn't that a good name? Yeah. And he's a jerk, and he's always wet. You know, I invented, I invented, uh, I invented a couple of uh, Sith characters that had cool names. Uh, Darth Icky... Oh, I, I like that. Do you remember Darth Icky? Yeah. No, when was Darth Icky in these movies? Uh, no, it was for the video game. LucasArts was making a video game, uh, and I pitched a couple. They said, hey, George is here. Why don't you, uh, why don't you name a couple? This is 100% serious. Great. Uh, <laughs> like everything you said. Uh, I'm trying to remember what the other one was. Was Darth Icky? Does anyone remember who the other one was? Insanious. Darth Insanius. <laughs> and Darth Icky. Thank you, John um, Henry. Was that John? And That's they didn't John end up. Henry, yeah. they did, Round of applause for John Henry. I think they didn't uh, end up using them because they were uh, too cool or bad. Uh-huh. Uh, they thought it overwhelmed the game. Well, can Ben pitch you? He had two Jedi characters created as well. I want to see from the master himself. How sure. I feel pretty good about him. All right. Uh, okay. So is uh, Bat uh, Kipso? I think was his I name. I think it was his name was Bat Pecky. Bat Thank Pecky. You. Bat you. Pecky. I don't That's remember. Fun. Yeah, That's yeah, fun. Yeah. Okay. Sure. But uh, he's a uh, he's a. Uh, from a cave planet. Okay. And uh, no such thing, but go ahead. Well, not yet. No, I mean, yeah, but we could invent it. We could make it. This we is could. expanded universe. I and, wish I was uh, still. I would make these happen if I was still in charge of it. But, but talk to a, Disney. He's a Batman. Yeah, he's a shameless Batman ripoff, right? Sure. Oh, I guess, uh, we call that an homage. Uh, yeah. That's an homage. I didn't really think His of parents that. were murdered, and that caused him to That's turn true. to the life he of the Jedi. That's true. He is an orphan too. But yeah. I didn't. I didn't That's realize I don't the have connection. A with that. That. No, I like the other one better. Alagashu. Oh, That's our good guy. He's yeah. a big Jedi. 
Oh, that's great. You know, because they're always small. Ben they're thinks like, your Jedis to are bigger. too small. <laughs> yeah, get a big Jedi. So you don't set a bar for how small they can get. <laughs> yeah, right. Like Yoda's tiny, but none of them are above average oh, human size. It's like a snooze fest. Come on, make it big. They're, how big are we talking? Sure. Really big. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, it, I probably would have had some bigger Jedis if they'd let me make uh, episode seven, but they really weren't interested. Now, episode seven, you says being directed by J.J. Abrams. Yep. Who also created Felicity. Felicity. Right. right, which is on the shirt that you're wearing right now. Right, I'm wearing this just as a sign of support. I, I wish him the best. Every time you invoke episode seven, it seems, I, I might be overreading it, but it seems like there's a bit of resentment in your tone that you weren't allowed to make the film. Uh, well, I told them what to do, and they ignored it. So, I, you know, I, I don't blame me when you see the new movie, because I had planned, I pitched them an idea which was have less of Han Solo, you know, don't know what you're just talking. cameos, don't characters. Yeah. cameos, and it mostly just be about new characters that I created. Thought it'd be really cool, but then Disney went their own way, and you know they may pay uh, a heavy price in about <laughs> in a little less than a month. So, are you a fan of J.J. Abrams or not? Sure, I think J.J.'s a good kid. Because right now you're essentially wearing the T-shirt of like it's like if you wore the T-shirt of the person who's fucking your ex-girlfriend. <laughs> Is what you're wearing right no, now? No, I mean I wouldn't wear the I wouldn't wear the shirt of the man who designed the stained glass window at the uh, entranceway to Skywalker Ranch. Who, what is this? What are you? That's the person that Marsha Lucas, my first wife, uh, uh, took up with after we split, and I never took that stained glass down. So in a way, it does make sense I would wear this shirt. Read a book about me. You wait. You had. <laughs> Your wife left you for the man and It didn't Stalin. last. It didn't last. Well, yeah, she She's left a, you. Sure. No, no, she, oh, oh, even the no, her guy. relationship with that handyman, whatever, craftsman, whatever you want to call Artist. him. Artist. Have you a, seen it? No, I haven't. I mean, it looks fine. It's fine. Do you still have it standing in your office? It, no, it's at the entrance. It's the foyer. So every day when you walk into work, you walk through the foyer that was made by the man who took your love away from you. Yeah. Poured a lot of that pain into this movie. Do you not trust love, George? When love's dangerous. Look at this. It's They're true. happy right now, but... They don't look happy. You know, that she's rubbing his chest. How's that, how's that not happy? They're content. Noir. <laughs> Every lack of a space in the subtitles I wrote. Oh, of course not. It's just beautiful. Look at that. Can you imagine if they had uh, what it looks like on Life Day? Leading up to Life Day when they get to put all the What's decorations up. Uh, it's like Christmas and Hanukkah. <laughs> put together. Now, yeah. I believe this is your cameo coming up. Is yeah, it yeah, right there in the corner, in the lower there left hand corner? See oh, him boy. in the black. Georgie Porgy Lucas with, uh, as Baron Papanoida with his oh, daughter. Doing yep. great. Can you tell us a little about your preparation work to get into the character of Baron Papanoida? I watched what I did in Beverly Hills Cop 3, and I'm like, I just got to match that. <laughs> Now, not to crib from uh, James Lipton. Sure. On Inside the Actor Studio. All right. Would it be possible to talk to Baron Pavanoida sure. here today? Yeah. Do you need time to get into the nope. character? Hi, Baron Pavanoida. Hi. <laughs> How are you doing? Doing good. Can you tell me a little about yourself, what you do for a living? Uh, well, right now I'm just waiting outside. I'm here and going to the Jedi Council. The, the, That's an the, opera. The, the, it's the Galactic opera. Yeah. The opera here. Are you a patron of the arts, Baron? Yep. yep. Is that a hereditary title, or were you elected? Uh, both. This, this opera's both, pretty cool. Both. Hey, this is your favorite scene. This is my favorite scene. What's or your second favorite scene. This is my second favorite moment. 
Um, now, does all performance in... These were based on the things you used to buy at the Sharper Image. <laughs> Is this what all performance looks like in the Star yeah, Wars universe? big bubbles. Do actors ever appear on stage, or is it all bubbles designed by other people? Uh, no, they, I mean, this is a very specific kind of... Why do their armrests have glowing red lights? That feels weird for an opera. It might be distracting. So they can warm their hands before and after they those applaud. Are, those are, yeah... They can warm their hands for applause. They're also for safety. I guess, George, my question is, if I were to go to a stand-up club in sure. Coruscant, would we see, like, four big bubbles making observations <laughs> on, like, race and gender dynamics? Maybe. And airplane food. Yeah, you might. It depends. Space plane food. Space plane food. Space, yeah. space, space racial dynamics. Yeah. It depends. Yeah, they're probably... Yeah, you go into uh, comedy places and there'd be bubbles on stage performing. Uh -huh. And then there's probably like controversy because there are probably like creatures that aren't bubbles. We're like, so you just hope only bubbles day, in this club. Like, like movies will just be bubbles one day? Is that your hope? No, this took place in the past. This is, none of this is going to happen in the future. Yeah. Fair enough. You, you harp a lot about these things being cyclical. The ring theory that the, all these things. Oh, that's not my theory. That's just a cool thing that you can look up online. I mean, if I did it, great. But, you know, I just try to make great movies. I don't have a, it's not. Now this is, this is arguably the scene of the movie. Yeah, oh. this is the turn. Arguably, this, sure. Yeah, this is the turn. Uh, yeah. The implication here that, that you kind of allude to, but you don't yeah. directly acknowledge, right. is that uh, Palpatine is Anakin's father. Because Anakin was from Immaculate Conception. Certainly, yeah, father figure, yeah. No, but he also says here that along with Darth Plagueis, who was his force. mentor, they yeah. learned how to create life Purely out of the force. Yeah. In Phantom Menace, Shmi says that there was no father. Yeah. It was an immaculate conception. His midichlorian rating was off the charts. Yeah. Does that not seem like you're laying out the breadcrumbs to have us believe that Palpatine made Anakin out of space magic? Hey, the subtitles are just I don't want to something right now. I don't want to. I don't want to. Uh, yeah, that's great. That's great. Um, <laughs> I don't. I don't want to answer that question because part of the mystery of the movie is, you know, uh, it's sort of one of those things where you leave a little bit to the audience's imagination because it's more intriguing. There's basically he either made him out of space magic, okay, or what if maybe like uh, he snuck into uh, snuck into her house when she was asleep. Oh come on, now. Oh, George, come on. Come on, this is a family. Movie. He's bad. He's a bad man. But I'm both... saying it's possible. He's saying it right now. Create life. Yeah, and you think he's not capable of taking a woman who's asleep without her consent? Why are you doing this? He's the most evil character weird. in the universe. I'm sorry. George, no, stop, please. I'm sorry, but that's one possibility. I want to leave all the possibilities on the table, but obviously I don't want to be overt and say this because these are children's films. But, but in both of the awful scenarios that you just presented to yeah. us, Palpatine is the father. Yeah. Or maybe he's not. Maybe it's just space magic and it happened. That's, <laughs> is I don't space wanna... magic like strange magic? No. No, okay. They're different. Sorry. Space magic is for boys. Strange magic is for girls. Uh, okay, okay, good. Good. Very binary. Thank you. What do you what? think of... I think this is a great piece of acting. I, I really do. I, think it's I also. A good piece of acting. I think it's great. I do want to give a. Obviously, there's Gulf War parallels, and there's George Bush, George W. Bush parallels in this movie. Uh -huh. I don't want to draw too much attention to those. There is also, I think, a little bit of a tip of the hat if you've seen the movie Midnight Cowboy. Yeah. Um, the plot of this movie is essentially uh, a version of when John Voight's character, who, if you've seen Midnight Cowboy. Um, there's a scene where he needs money 
and he goes into a movie theater and uh, uh, has a sexual encounter Bob for Balaban. money with a young Bob Balaban. Yeah. And then when he's done, and John Voight is not gay, so this is an instance where for money he does this, gay and then afterwards, pay, sure. afterwards, he says, "Can I have my money?" And the teenage Bob Balaban breaks down crying, says, "I don't have any money." So John Voight did this sexual act in a movie theater for nothing. Okay. Kind of like what Palpatine does to uh, Anakin this, which he says, uh, you got to give in to your anger and your dark sure, side or else your wife's going to die. So he gives in to his anger and the dark side and the wife dies anyway. And he's like, he feels the same. Sorry for spoiling the movie, but... Uh, so, so you're saying wait, the ben, entire you, plot what? of this film is an homage to that one two-minute scene in Midnight yeah. Cowboy? Yeah, that, well, that's one way to look at it. Again, I don't want to spoil the movie, but that's one interpretation of the film. He's sitting in a chair, Ben. Was that what you were noticing? No, well, I mean, yeah, they all poop in those chairs. Yeah, yeah but, they um, poop chairs. No, the Chewbacca character. Oh, he's just, here. Just yeah, appear. Chewbacca. Who, he's who big. Is this guy? He's big. Who is this guy? Tell he us about Chewbacca. He is a Chewbacca. big guy. He is big. He meets that criteria. I like that about big. him. Harry, too. Why not? Yeah, big and hairy. Uh, he's a wookie. But like, there's so much like time dealt with yeah. talking about Chewbacca. He doesn't even do anything. Now you told us that Chewbacca comes back. In That's four, right. Five, he's a big six. character. He's Han Solo's furry friend. We don't oh. know who Han Solo. You have to yeah, talk right. to us. This guy's way bigger though. Tarful sounds. It seems like a cooler Look guy than he's Chewbacca. Huge. So right now, if I were on set, the would power I just generators. See? That's the issue I was talking about earlier. Power. Their main power generators. Things work on energy. And that's why the destroyer droids, they don't use them as much because they and use And it up. works on two levels because Palpatine's also Look obsessed with power. Oh. This sequence is they're bizarre. Great. See, everyone's compelled by this. Yeah. And you see some of the, you see, like, those houses are this identical to in the Star Wars holiday special when you visit Chewbacca on the Wookiee home planet. Look at those in the back. That's just like his Chewbacca's house. No, uh, tell a me Tarzan about, yell yeah, there. What yeah. was your choice uh, to use a Tarzan roar in that moment? These are fun adventure films. We like to do little. I, I did a reference to Wayne's World in episode shot. one. I did a reference to Tarzan in this. What was your Wayne's World reference in episode one? I had Jar Jar say, "Squeeze me." Oh, great. Uh, there's a segment uh, I do on the show. I uh, try to do every episode, the, the merchandise spotlight. And uh, there's oh something we've been building up to since the very beginning. There's one piece of merchandise I've been obsessed with from the very beginning, which is the ComTech chips. Um, oh, my God. ComTech came chips out for, got a cheer. Uh, the Phantom Menace uh, that allowed toys to talk. I have spent over $100 in the last seven months. $100? Yeah. Probably, yeah. Collecting ComTech chips. So this is... This bag is just duplicates. Because I had to complete a set, but I finally have a complete set now, and I also bought a Comtech reader. Now, this was, oh, thank great. you. Thank you. Oh, wow, uh, look at it. So small. The money. May the force be with you. May the force be with you. Great line. Just you know, the mirroring, you like that. Ring theory. Now, this was supposed to change the game much in the way that you reinvented the technology to make films, right? Yeah, I reinvented film soundtracks, I reinvented special effects, I reinvented a lot of stuff. The idea was that the toys were too small so that you couldn't put voice chips inside them, so they literally had physical chips that came next to them. 
And it, it, you'd have to use this to make sounds. Can I, I this is a little game I want to play. Sure. To show off what the sound quality was. This was the big selling yeah. point. Yeah. Now toys talk. That was a big selling point. <laughs> I want to show off the level of audio recording quality on these. Great. I'm going to play a clip. You have to identify what character it is, okay? All right. not going to work at no all. No one's going to hear that. Now, you're I putting it into the microphone that's going into the recording, but not amplified. Is that? Yeah. Okay, I, Do it okay, okay ready? I couldn't hear it. But now I can hear it. Okay. All right. <laughs> worth it. Worth that it. Was what absolutely character? worth it. Worth it. That what was character? worth $100. Is that Palpatine? Yes, correct. Okay, ready? Look, dream sequence. I'm not going to miss the second dream sequence in a row. Look at this. Real quick, bring the sound back. Oh, we missed it. Thank you, Griffin. Now he's looking at his iPad. Or no wonder you hate these movies. Come on, do it again. Do it ready? again. Name that was this, fun. Name this yeah. character. Oh, that's uh, Darth Maul. Correct. But he, he's just getting so the lines, far, though. So these far. all sound the same. Wait, that's a that's a, a, a gung, that's a gungan, right? That's a gungan. Each trip has three lines, right? All right. Is that Jar Jar? No, it's Pod Racer Odie Mandrell. Odie Mandrell. Okay, I knew I knew it was somewhere in that part of the movie. He has zero lines in the film, I believe. <laughs> oh, those are those are exclusive to the toy. Oh, I didn't write those then. You didn't write them. These are expanded yeah. universe. Okay. Yeah, and no longer canon thanks to Disney. My troops have position to begin searching the swamps. They all just sound like Stephen Hawking. Yeah, that, that sounded yep. like yes, that, was, that was from the movie that came out last year. A Theory of Everything? That's from The Theory of Everything. <laughs> I think you've been I think you've been ripped off. I think they're What? I think someone did you buy those on eBay? Someone oh, no. mistakenly to, sold you some of the merchandise toys from Theory of Everything. I'm Queen of a Dollar. That's, oh, a that's gimme. Padme. That's Padme. That's what, yeah, thank you. So you don't even plug it in. You just sort of brush it against the ComTech reader. That's think, how it works. But you hold the toy up so it looks like the toy's talking. You have to hold the toy up at the so same need, time. You need three hands to operate this <laughs> this, thing, is a two, this is a three-hand operation. You need you a need buddy. A, a chip. You need the reader, and you need the toy. Yeah. Use your foot. Yeah. That's a classic line. Hilarious. Oh. Oh yeah. Nope, that was Darth Maul. That's Darth Maul. Darth Maul also only has one line in the film, right? Yeah, I think he's quoting Palpatine. I now have. Palpatine. I now own five different Darth Maul comic chips. This is the part where. where Oh, Booga! This is my favorite character. Thank you. This is the part where Obi Wan says, "Is there anything going on here?" He says, "No, not at all." And then. One second later, he says, everything's going on here. So you don't think this looks great, George, having an actual a real guy. human being wearing clothes with stuff on his face, fake teeth? There's a lot of digital stuff going on that's making that work, though. Don't you, know? you think like these I mean, little guys in the background here? But doesn't doesn't you and McGregor look more engaged that he actually has someone to play off of? I don't think so. Really? No, I like the digital feeling. Like look at that. Oh, 
I don't. I think the practical stuff only works if it's polished up with a little bit of digital magic. Oh, now we're cooking. Here we go. It's a little decoy action from Obi Wan there. Yeah. I like the, I like this jungle like jungle music. Yeah. Yeah. It's Booga! Oh, fun stuff. Fun, George. I you know. know thank you. Yeah, you like you this complained is earlier. Part this is my movie. favorite part. Look at her. She's so much fun. It's a feathered iguana. And she loves life. Look at how happy she is. <laughs> yeah, she has a great life. She's made a new friend. Guys, yeah. I'm sorry. I can't. Oh my God. Past guest Morgan Evans. Hi. Hey, Morgan. How's it going, guys? Storming the stage. What's going uh, on, Morgan? Well, first of all, huge honor to meet you. Hey, Big great. fan of hey. Star Tours. Morgan, I'm going to congratulate uh, okay. you. I believe you recently won a digital award, right? Yeah, it's some sort of digital award. You won a, at a digital advertising or digital? Some digital, uh, yeah. yeah. It was great. Yeah, thank you. Well, we're Thanks Charles so Fast. We both win awards. Big fan of Captain EO. Big fan of all, of, all that you've done for thank Tomorrowland. You, so you're, you're taking credit, George, for the fact that Morgan won an award for making web series? Well, no, he won a digital award, and I'm a pioneer of digital technology. That's true. So this way, is all true. I don't think, he okay. I don't think those so awards would think even exist. You and I, digital, that's just yeah. synonymous. Digital is me, yeah. yeah. I have no beef with George Lucas. That's great. Thank you. Okay. I also hardly any beef with you, David. Oh, good. Most of my beef lies with this man. What beef do you have with me? You don't remember? No. I created this podcast. You created the Griffin and David Present? Wait, yeah, really? we were golfing. Okay. You remember? Yeah, of course. And I said someone should do a podcast about movies. Right. And you said that's a great idea. Right. And I said you and I should do a podcast about movies. And then you took a Molly. You were really And then golfing? three weeks later, this shit came out. Yeah. You remember this? I didn't bring it up on the show because I didn't want to, you know, I needed it for my career to get these digital things. Right. And then, and then, so I'm sitting at your podcast looking at you, expecting the whole time I'm on your goddamn show that you'd acknowledge the fact that I created all this, all this. You didn't create all of this. Yes, I did. I said a show about movies. People should talk. Yeah. Griffin, these are movies. Yeah, but we were talking about doing Griffin and Morgan Presents. It's an entirely No, I'm talking about people talking about movies. Up until now, people have just been watching movies. I you're, said people should talk about movies. We like, never talked about these films, though. Any movie. You're taking credit for the idea of anyone talking about a movie. Yes, ever. I am. I'm talking about putting people at seeing movies, then sitting down yes. and discussing these films. Not what? just that, Morgan. You were saying a podcast in which Griffin scene. and someone else talks about movies. No, I'm talking about people talking about movies. You see, George, you're giving him too much credit. He, he's claiming that he came up with the idea of people discussing films. That's what, exactly, yes. Well, wait, if George uh, created Morgan and Morgan created this podcast, then George created this podcast. God damn it. Yeah. I mean, do you even, know, you do not, you Morgan, what, what do you I'm, think of this scene? I think it's too bright. <laughs> it's supposed to be too bright. That's so, how he feels. As a filmmaker, that's your complaint, is that it's too bright. Yeah, I don't, yeah. But the, you see what I'm talking about? This is what I'm talking about, right? You like this, what we're doing right I'm now. saying this is what I was pitching when we were sitting in the golf okay. cart, and you were going, oh, my f skin feels crazy. Yeah, I was on Molly. I didn't don't know what I was any saying. Money Mor Morgan, we're making a lot of money off this show, and I can't give that up because I got a lot of kids. That's okay. That's not about the money for me. This was about defining something. I don't know what to call it. I would call it film discussions. Morgan. What? I mean, to give you some credit, you brought that idea up. I said that would be fun. What, I, what movies do we talk about? What about Phantom Menace? Yeah, and then you call blogger. You call a blogger. Yeah, because do you remember what your response was? Fuck you, I don't like Jews. Yeah, you said, A, fuck you, I don't like Jews. 
And B, you said never. Captain Kirk is a fucking herb. Yeah, he's Captain. You guys want to come on here and slobber all over Captain Kirk's dick? Be my guest. This is not a hey, that movie. Morgan, if you, if you don't like Jews, you'll love a character in episode one, The Phantom Menace, named Watto, because he's not Jewish. He's a uh, Guido. No, he was my favorite character. We talked all about it on our podcast. Yeah, right? Probably anti-Semites yeah. No, that proves it because he doesn't like Jews and he loves Watto. It's not that I don't like Jews. It's that I don't like Griffin's form of Judaism. All right. My form of Judaism? Now, Griffin, yeah. what form of Judaism do you practice? Tell him. Agnostic? I don't know. Well, what that's is... the worst That's kind. exactly what I mean. What's... I'm a big fan of Jews. I'm sorry for not being a better Jew. Criticism. That's what I wanted to call it. The movie, you're claiming that you film created criticism. film criticism. Yeah, like in paper form, in film form, David, how audio. long have you been a film critic? Oh, I don't know. Uh, I don't know, a few years, seven years. Seven years, and then seven years in one day is when we went golfing, and I came up with this no, wonderful a idea. a few weeks ago. Yeah. I mean, yes, your case is holding together pretty well. Thank right. you. Hard but to I still argue. think you're giving yourself too much credit. Morgan, look Griffin, at, this is your favorite scene. But Come look, on. Booga and Obi-Wan are two people from totally different species with different viewpoints on the world, and they're working together against a common enemy. I That's think this a, is wonderful. I can't wait for the Spock man to come. He's not in this movie. That's a different movie. What movie's that? Star Trek. That's what we're watching. No, Star we're Trek not. 3, The Revenge of the Sith. No. And these, who are these? These are ghosts? These are Jedi's. <laughs> this is why we These are ghouls? You haven't even seen these movies No, they're, they're Skyping. They're Skyping, okay. <laughs> but they're stand-up Skyping in this Did you scene. see Paranormal Activity 4, this, the ghost dimension? No, I didn't. How was it? It's a lot actually. like that. See? Really? Right there, yeah. <laughs> and what's this? This is like a big air hockey table. How do I make it up to you, Morgan? I would love to um, uh, have you in your podcast today. And a po uh, here's, what, here's what I would love. Here, you don't have to make it up to me. I would just like for everyone to boo just Griffin. <laughs> Great. Can everyone hear just boo Griffin? People aren't going to do it. Boo. I was wrong. No, they did it very quick. I was Thank wrong. You. Yeah. Thank you. Thanks for having Morgan, me. Look, Morgan, I, you're I, a big LA celebrity. Oh, you want, do you want the dupes? I want oh, can yeah. I have a... Can no, I, I want to give these? you... Here, reach your hand in and pick some Any Comtech, Comtech chips. chips. You're going to need a reader, though. They cost about 25 bucks. And I, they're, yeah, 25 bucks. Also, they take 9-volt batteries. <laughs> Nine volt. What did you get, Again, Morgan? You're, he looks like Paul Shear. <laughs> yeah. No, that's not Paul Shear, though. If you okay. look on the back, it has the name, I think. Yeah. Oh, it's Rob yeah. Hubel. <laughs> Morgan you, Evans, Morgan. ladies and gentlemen. Thank you, Morgan. Morgan now, Evans. You mentioned, now, you mentioned batteries again after criticizing me for talking about batteries in the movie. So that's really your overarching point. This It's about power. It's about literal power, how we abuse it. The, the films are about power, the abuse of power, and energy is part of power. There's an energy in the universe. Dark side, light side. You got a Spotify notification there, Ben. Now, this is, this is, this is a, a pivotal scene. scene. Oh. This is uh, Palpatine telling Anakin... I read on Wikipedia that his lightsabers are hidden in those vases. Really? They're that big? Yeah. George's got uh, Star Wars shoes on. That's real, but they that's, are actually... Yeah, these are vans. Vases. Star Wars vans. Pretty cool stuff. I have to say they're horribly uncomfortable. I regret buying them. <laughs> <laughs> Not good shoes? How much... Do you, do you have final say? I mean, I guess you've given up the company now, but did you used to have final say over all the merchandise? Yeah, I would approve everything. Did you sign off on every single contact ship? Yep. What about that thing where uh, the... the Candy comes out of Jar Jar's mouth and it looks like his like distended tongue. Yeah, the yeah. lollipop is his tongue, so you have to make out with Jar Jar. Yeah. 
Yeah. Okay. You, what about what about the lava berry pop tarts? I'm gonna save you some time. The answer to every question is <laughs> <Okay>. yes. <laughs> okay, so we're not even tracking with this movie. I no. am. It's going great. Okay. I, I, there's I, from this point on in the film. Uh, Hayden Christensen never has his head higher than a 30-degree angle with the ground. Uh, was that a move that he came up with, or is that is that a note you gave him? That's a note I gave him. The performances in this movie... They're almost dancing with each other here. They're sort of facing oh, off, circling. There's definitely, yeah. The circling is, is very much... A, it's a dance of power. Uh... See, I totally yeah. forgot about this scene. And I've seen this movie ten times. He comes close to actually doing the right thing here. And Palpatine convinces him very quickly, with very little, that he yeah. should, you know, keep it cool. Now, do you think... This, this is a big question I've had sure. throughout, throughout the whole series. Yeah. Was, the prophecy was that Anakin was the chosen one. That's right. And that he would restore balance. And he did. So is the balance that there's just two good Jedi's and two bad Jedi's? Is that the idea of balance? The balance at the end is that there were too many Spoiler good people. Alert, guys. There were too many good people in the world. I mean, two two balances out. Does that not add up? Two equals two. You're saying? No, two is the same as two. Yeah. Yeah. You don't think that? Does anyone want to check that the numbers work on that? I <laughs> no, think they the do. math. Yes, two and two are the same number. All right. But I'm saying that is the prophecy in your mind was that he will kill all the Jedi so that there are only two left and there's an equal number of Jedi and Sith. But then also, ultimately, and I don't want to spoil eventually... Yeah, there's more balance. movies. There's yeah. more movies. Because I don't want to spoil too much, but in episode four, you might notice that like he's Darth Vader in that movie. You don't. So Darth Vader's a big part of the next huge couple part. films. Okay. And in the next movie after this one, Darth Vader, he keeps saying, like, other people will say, like, let's not do this. And Darth Vader keeps saying, no, I have an idea. This is how we should do it. And that... Darth Vader's almost always wrong, as it turns out, but then he's the only one who's unscathed. So is he the main character in the no, next one? No, he's not the main character. He's like the main bad guy. Who, who are the main characters in the next one? Uh, Luke Skywalker, Princess Leia, Han Solo. Guys, the babies? We're talking about... Yeah, those babies. Let's talk about this movie, Griffin. Okay. Come on. I this just, is your favorite God. scene. That is Booga. He, oh, but he's that's in his Doctor Booga Doom car. Yeah. yeah. The iguana falls down. Look at this. This part was fun to make. Yeah, this is like the French connection, basically. Yep. Now, Grievous has made a miraculous recovery since the last time we saw him. Yeah, he was yeah. coughing Adre and uh, stooped over. He's adrenaline. very agile. Ad adrenaline. He's well. very excited by the fighting. Yeah. Don't underestimate him. He's, he's bad. Now, now, they, now they're just slapping each other. Yeah. He's right. presented as, as being a real threat. This guy's impossible to beat. Oh, he had to take a bike chase on a booga chase and lightsabers and this and that. And then he just opens up his chest. One fluid motion. Why yeah. wouldn't he wear, like, a vest? Why wouldn't he? Yeah. Because he's so tough. He's so badass that he's like, I don't need it. I'm not going to front. He just keeps his organs exposed to everyone at all times. Yeah, because he's like, I'm not afraid of anybody. I'm the, I'm the baddest guy here. Hubris. Classic and... In Greek tragedy, Shakespeare, hubris. Hubris is a big theme. But why wouldn't he close oh the chest panels back up? At yeah, that he should have probably done he that. He should have just closed. That was an error. I'll, no, I'll tell you. Yeah, he now his mistake. eyes are going to catch on fire. No, General Grievous never yeah, thought this would go. happen. He's got fire eyes. He never thought this would happen. This is his worst nightmare. And that's you know that's this what is, happens. Right now, if he could talk, he would say, <laughs> "I have a bad feeling about this." <laughs> 
So his worst nightmare specifically was that someone would pry open his chest cavity Shoot with their hands. Yeah. Did you see what and happened to him? Leave it there fire. open for a minute. That was his he, would he never, fighting. in a million years, he never thought anyone would do that. Okay, so Anakin had that whole conversation with Palpatine. And yeah. he, just, he just gets back over to the Jedi Temple and he's mm. like, Hey, Mace, can I talk to you for a second? Yes. Yeah. Look, look, at, look at the energy in this scene. Not looking at each other, stooped over, okay. Still oh. doesn't believe it. Three movies in, he still doesn't believe that that creepy dude yeah, is he, maybe the bad guy. Who has seized all power in the galaxy. Yeah, weirdly. Yeah, whoa. Taking control of everything. And there's definitely, like, something wrong because the Jedi's powers don't work anymore. Yeah, which they're not telling anybody. Yeah. He doesn't, I mean, again, this is hubris. He doesn't want to believe it. Because he's like, this is, our worst fears would be realized if this is true. What was it like working with Sam Jackson, George? I was fun. You, you, you really let him cut loose in this movie. Uh, no, you, there were a lot of takes we couldn't use. He's a very energetic actor, uh-huh. and I put a stop to that. You told him no you energy. Just, no, he zero said, energy. He just started the opposite of what Kubrick's approach, you know where Kubrick, when he worked with Nicholson on The Shining, yeah. he would use the craziest take. And right. I, would just, I would do so many takes, and eventually he'd get tired. And I, I, most of the takes that I shot, it cuts right before he falls asleep. <laughs> That's true of a lot so of the actors. You would just work all day until yeah. Sam was just a sleepyhead. Like, Look, the first takes would be so not what I wanted, and then we would just work them until they got to the point where it was like, we need them, because they should all feel very tired of this, what's going on. Well, like, uh, Terrence Malick yeah. famously mostly shoots at Magic Hour. He waits until sundown. Oh, and look at that, but I made Magic, magic Hour happen. Magic yeah, I don't right. have to wait for Magic Hour. I, I create Magic Hour. Yeah, and it looks just If I beautiful. wanted every scene yeah. to be Magic so Hour. he goes to the temple while Mace goes to see Palpatine. Yeah, we have never goes, figured... Yeah, no, okay. now you're figuring that. it out. He just goes to take a nice long shit. Because, like, what else? I mean, look, look <laughs> at him. He's just sitting on a chair. We know chairs are for pooping. That's how the Star Wars universe works. Can I say they have a great apartment? It's a very nice apartment. Now, he's not on the lease, right? Because they're not legally married. Or they're what? not openly married. They are legally married. Well, they might married. just they're be legal. roommates. Yeah. No, but, I mean, uh, Coruscant is very progressive <laughs> in terms of, of domestic partnership. Like, it's a city. It's a city planet, so it comes with all of the things yeah, you'd imagine. Very progressive. <laughs> but I have to imagine uh, she's paying most of the rent, right? Because je- being a Jedi must Yeah, do they make money? I, I actually did talk. I talked to Woody Allen. Woody Allen was a big fan of the apartments in, that the characters have in this movie. In this film, yeah, okay. Like, the apartments are great. Yeah. Uh, really influenced uh, the apartments and some. Of, he, he was like, I was like, Woody, don't be afraid to have characters have apartments in your films that they couldn't afford. Yeah, that looks a lot like. The- <laughs> like if you see, uh, uh, Melinda, Melinda is a yep. great example. Great movie. Yeah. Great movie. That uh, came out before this movie. But the, go apar- on. the apartments in that are very reminiscent. Yeah. Of this. All right, so this is crying. Ooh, crying. Wow. Now, yeah. I can't believe you allowed a tear here. That's no, I didn't allow it. I CGI'd it. That's a CGI tear. <laughs> I created Oh, looky, looky. Who's here? C-3PO. Why was notice, C- the, notice the arms. That's how you make a droid. All gold. Why would you make a red arm on a droid? Do you have a question? What? But they were Wait, shiny. Kit they Fisto. weren't red. Guys, guys, Kit oh, Fisto. Oh, shit. Kit Fisto, ladies and gentlemen. Motherfuckers. Fucking Kid Fisto, sassy tin in the house. Fan favorite, Kid Fisto. No way. Kid Fisto's lame. He's like Aquaman. No, he's not. Don't say that, Ben. Don't say that. You're we'll gonna... take a lot of guff about uh, Look at what's about to happen. You. Now you were worried. The last hour of talking, what's it going to lead to? It's going to lead to this. Yeah, this is cool. I'm yeah, finally like, something's happening. Knockdown, drag see. out battle. Yeah. This is one of the best scenes you're ever going to see in a movie. I'm pumped. At this point, I've seen it nine times. I'm still pumped. I think this is going to... Okay. Good Comes out saber. from under his sleeve, like Travis Bickle style. 
George. Lightsaber George out. Oh, okay. That. Oh, he flubbers. Oh, oh, Griffin wants to know how come he doesn't fly One, everywhere. Two. So Kit lasts for a second there. He lasts a little yeah. longer. Uh, you knock sorry, three Kit. of your Thank four God. Jedis out within six seconds. Because he's yeah. a badass. But Mace, Mace sticks up for himself. Sam Jack's really, yeah, he's, really he's in into it. it. He's yeah, right? into it. He's giving full body performance. Right. Okay, and then Anakin's like, you know what? I should come I, I'll get in the car. I'm just going to, I have the keys. Yeah. Palpatine gave me his spare keys. I'll land on his parking space. Everyone can get in anywhere very anywhere. easily. Anywhere. This is a, a galaxy of access. Pillars. Pillars. Now, Griffin, do you have a problem with the fact that uh, Palpatine doesn't spin fly everywhere? Yeah. Whoa. I just think if people had that ability, wouldn't they use it all the time? Unless it uses up too much of their energy, is your point. That's, yeah. Broke the space glass. <laughs> that's what, that's the kind of glass that they use for apartments on Coruscant. Because the buildings are so tall, I mean, space glass. Dermot's getting into this, too. See, I'm loving this. Yeah, very divisive, this yeah. performance. And he should really chop his head off any time at this right moment. Right, no, any time, okay. any time. That's no, not the Jedi not, way. That's not the Jedi is, way. There's not a, even a door there. A Sith, just kick him. A Sith would have done it, but a Jedi yeah, won't do that. Because yeah. Jedis are good guys. Yeah. Cool shot. Uh, Jack's He's going to Mirandize him. He's going to Mirandize him. Anthony Daniels dubbed that line. <laughs> Voice of c we, could, we couldn't get We couldn't get audio from McDermott. Oh. He wasn't available. So I was like, Anthony, you're British. Do it. Now what? <laughs> Dark side what energy hell? bolts. Dark side energy bolts. Everyone say it with me. Dark side energy bolts. Dark side <laughs> energy bolts. Wow. I mean... Nobody counted on dark side energy bolts. George? Yeah? The voice that Palpatine uses there, he has not employed at any earlier point in the films. Well, do it a little bit. A little bit? Yeah. And now Which, he's turning now into... Now his face is getting turned into mumbles. Uh, no, the um, influence. Yes. What, what made him... Is his real voice the do it, do it voice? Or... Yeah. And is this his real face? Yep. That's his real face. That's his real face. So it was okay. all disguised up until this He's point. been pretending... This He's is, been playing the role of a real human this being. This is his true nature. This is his true nature. Yeah. So is he human? He, he was afraid if he showed this face, no one would like him. And he was right. But what do you mean? He's super popular once he shows this face. Yeah, he gets elected to emperor. Yeah, they're going to clap for him. Yeah, yeah they, they love him like when him. he shows they this face. Like, this he was is... worried. But that's part of the, I guess that's part of the lesson is don't be afraid to be yourself. <laughs> that's what this movie's like, about. He spent a lot of time Just be yourself, man. Pre- pretending, but this is what he identifies as. Now, now, Mace Windu, who you've established in the previous films as being the most powerful of the Jedi's, oh, taken out. I mean, this uh, is a this is a sad a death for a strong go. man. You know, <laughs> he's knocked out pretty quickly here. Do you defend the way this depicts Mace Windu? He's gonna say it. Of course, I do. Limited power. He does. So he's it's not, all about batteries. He's not like a destroyer droid. He has unlimited power. Okay. Why okay. the black man got to die, George? Black man. Why the <laughs> black man got to die, George? Jonathan Braylock from the Black this Man a, Can't Jump a, podcast. Hi, Johnny. I'm genuinely terrified right now. Hey, James the Third <laughs> from Black Man I'm here too. Oh, what the fuck is oh, this yeah. bullshit? This right. Thank you. Bullshit. Thank you. In all due respect, Misa, sorry. <laughs> okay, so George, 
George, these... You these... got to explain Jar Jar Binks! Jar Jar Binks is the coolest guy in all of the six movies. Oh, oh no, no. He's cool, and no. he's a good friend, he's loyal. No. He, he gets hey, a great job. He's a politician? Job. He gets Senator? a great job. First of all, how come he got to cut the man's hand off, and then you electrocute him, and then, and then he just, just got to fly out of goddamn window? Pushes him out the window? Pushes him out the window, and he falls I, forever. It, it yeah. feels like you had some vitriol over Mace Windu, the only black man in a goddamn galaxy. That's only black not, man in the galaxy. That's not no, that's not true. Lando Calrissian is also black. Who's, we haven't we, seen we, we, we only see. I have to spoil it. I later off, I cut off a whitey's hand. I do, and he falls the same way. Well, you cut off his oh, hand think, too. I do. Oh, you think just because you cut off another white dude's hand? I do. It's okay because you cut off the. No. In my defense, I'm 71 years old. I'm very. I'm actually very progressive. You have to look at me in context. Uh, what do you guys think of the defense? It was a pretty strong defense listen, right there. I'm 71 Mace years Windu, old. Nice to meet you, James. Mace, Mace Windu is really cool. Wait, I, I, have a, I have a question. Yeah. Do black women exist in these movies? Yeah. Great question. Does, do they come back in the four, five, six? My wife is a black woman. That's true. Well, is she in, is she in the Star Wars oh, you put, So you She's put... In the movie. You, didn't you put your, your kids in these movies? Yeah. They're white. How yeah. come you didn't put your wife in the movie, huh, George? Because she didn't want to be in the movies, and mm-hmm. I wasn't going to say no, and also I made them before I met her. <laughs> But she doesn't want to be in Star Wars movies, and I respect that. I'm not going to tell her she has to be in a Star Wars movie. You know? Misa, sure. don't, Misa don't like you. Yeah, no. Uh, <laughs> you, uh, but Mace Windu is a cool Jedi. He's probably the coolest Jedi in these movies. It's true. He is the and coolest And what Jedi. happens there is <laughs> and that is a, a bad thing. An old white man, like I was representing the way the, the unfortunately. George is really on the ropes here. No, yeah. I'm not on the ropes because what I'm reflecting, this is the, the worst events happen mm-hmm. in episode three. This is the lowest point. Uh-huh. And it reflects, as a metaphor, the way uh, 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 Earth society, even though these are alien movies, and I don't want to make parallels between alien races and human races, because that would be ridiculous and also troubling. Yeah, uh, it'd be troubling if there were, like, racist characters in these movies. That would, I would hate that. Yeah, what and if? What if? Well, we can speculate all day, but let's talk about what's really in the, in the movies. Uh, but Mace Windu's death is a big tragedy. I'm against it. I wish he won, but he didn't, because these movies are a tragedy. Right, but how come Yoda and Obi-Wan get to get away? Well, isn't that how it always happens? Like, I'm critical of it, what? but like, yeah. typical, right? Yeah. Am I right? Is that how it always happens, it shouldn't, it shouldn't be, but like, respect, right? You had the power, George. You had the power to change. And you how had come, the power to wait, change. Wait, wait, time, time out, time out. How come when Anakin turns evil, he becomes a black man? Hey. No, he does just, he not? Yeah, do not he met, George. Voice of James Earl Jones. Explain his voice, George. Explain no. it. Later on, I pr- I promise you this. Later on, it's revealed as a white man pretending to sound black. <laughs> so wait, so when he becomes a white man and becomes good again, he gets to be white? Is that what you're trying to say? No, he's sad. He's sad, <laughs> shriveled, and he's embarrassed. But you're saying he's pulling a Dolazol the whole time. Yeah, he's doing he's, the voice. He's very much Anakin Dolazol. <laughs> he he he's uh, fronting the whole time. <laughs> you know. <laughs> Yeah, he's trying to he's trying to play like he's black and he's not. I think it's one of the Anakin's worst traits. Is that when he becomes Darth Vader, he tries to sound black and he's not. Shame on him! Uh, seriously, shame on him. And at the end, he's humiliated Wait. because they take off the helmet and are like, "What? The most pale character in any of these movies." So, Sad. so the whole Star Wars saga is just a is a lesson to white people not to try to pretend yeah. to be black. Don't, yeah, yeah. Be yourself, just like with the Emperor Palpatine. Like, be yourself. Don't pretend not to be shriveled and evil when you are. Don't pretend to be an actual politician. No one, yeah, no one 
I'm on your side. I'm shaking my head, George Lucas. Know, I'm shaking my you, head. Shame on you, shame on you for not liking Jar Jar Binks because he's cool. What do you mean he's cool? No. He's a bumbling buffoon. He is not cool at all. No, what if he, read the internet the last month. What if he's not? What if he's pretending to be? What if he's Wait, are you admitting that that internet thing is true? No, it's not true. <laughs> oh, yeah. So he Wait, is what's a that? I don't know the why internet he, thing. What he, is it? Uh, there's a theory what's that he's secretly uh, uh, just pretending to be bumbling and then later will be a cool villain. He's not. He's a great guy. Who would pretend to step in poop? No one. Uh, uh, James, John, of course, you host Black Man Can't Jump, which yeah. is a podcast about great podcast. the depiction of African Americans in big Hollywood films and whether or not they help the cause. Yeah, that's yes. right. And the cause is to have more people of color leading films right. that are not about race. Yeah. yeah. This film has one person of color. Right. Admitted by George. Right. Possibly Jar Jar. How do we well, think this film ranks? Commander Cody, he's, he's a, a Pacific Islander. He's a Pacific Jabbar Islander, Morrison. sure. Yeah, yeah no, I mean, I'll give well, it yeah. yeah, He's, hey, the, he's the, a guy who gets to be a clone and gets to get and killed the, again <laughs> and again and again and again. And he's about to hey. murder all the Jedi. Uh, so a, how, do I, how would I rank Revenge of the Sith? Yeah, I would say if you gave it a black fist, if it helped the cause, a white oh. palm. If black it, fist, white palm, or nothing. Yeah. I mean, this movie gets nothing. I mean, it gets no... This movie gets nothing. Hold on. It have doesn't seen, support the cause in any way. Let me, at the risk of, at the risk of causing another problem, have you seen the last movie I made was Red Tails? Not counting Strange Magic. We're not we're talking about Red, Red Tails, Tails right now. We're talking about Red Tails. Lucas. Lucas. Do you like that movie, Red Tails? Do you, you like that movie? You can't just bring up Red Tails like that. <laughs> takes care of what you did in this movie. No, for, it doesn't. For decades, George, for decades. Red Tails. Because let's not even talk. You want to talk about Lando Calrissian? Lando cool. Calrissian is a goddamn pimp. He's Everybody cool. knows it. Everybody yeah, knows he's Lando's a pimp. A pimp. You, you saying that in a good way? No, no in a bad no. way. There's no. Let me tell you about. Okay, this is a spoiler, but here's how cool Lando Calrissian is. Okay, he run, He's the. He's in charge of Cloud City. All right. He, so he is cool. Dying, and guys. he shows up, but he uh, he's been tricked into doing this thing where uh, he's had to betray his friend Han Solo, know, uh, Princess Leia, all these things. Doesn't even see this coming. All quick deaths. Can I yeah. can I point no, out though? No yeah. no no real violence to the deaths Look like we this. saw with Mace Windu. Right, these deaths are sad music playing. Yeah. It's a tragedy when Mace Windu dies. She doesn't falls even turn around. Cares about a blue woman. Oh, she does turn around. No, nope, not really. Kind of. <laughs> she gets damn she, some they, mushrooms. They killing her. They yeah. killing her like what? Police kill black men all the time. It's overkill. There's 44 shots right there. <laughs> yeah, I yeah. was right. <laughs> no, hold on. But in in Empire Strikes Back, Lando Calrissian knows that within a few minutes he is going to have to. Guys, you're talking about a movie we haven't seen. I have to say this. I've we said too much. Don't know already. what you're talking about. This is Plo Kloon. He's going Plo to betray Kloon. them, but with like five minutes until he reveals he's betrayed them, he's actively trying to have sex with Princess Leia. He's actively hitting on her. That's cool. Yeah, that's a Like, he thinks he pimp. has a chance. He knows five minutes later she's going to hate him, but he's still, like, turning it Wait on. Wait a minute, is there a right. swirl? Is there a swirl in that movie? What do you mean? No, is it a black man get to have sex with a white woman? No, but, like, he gives it his best shot in, like, the most dire circumstance. Because he's that no cool. No good, George. He has George, a shot. George, I'm shaking my head again, George. Do you, think, do you, do you guys again. think Disney would be crazy enough to put a black man as, like, a lead protagonist in I their w- film? I wish. We talked about That's it. That's the world that like yeah, doesn't seem. Yeah, it doesn't yeah. You guys aren't gonna be happy. He's a stormtrooper. Wait, what? They make a black guy into a stormtrooper. I never did that. But <laughs> all the stormtroopers <laughs> in this movie, yeah, are, they all, they're not black. <laughs> I don't understand. They're all. How does that work, George? What do you mean? I mean, I, I, I died. George, I think you just have to swallow your medicine. You've yeah. gotten two nothings. Yeah. What You're, do you mean? You got two nothings just, on their you know. scale. Yeah, sorry, George. You didn't help the cause. No, I. 
I'm portraying the problem in this universe. I'm showing that it is a problem. By just being a problem. Well, I think you're wrong about Jar Jar. He's a good friend, loyal, helps win a battle. Guys, he's, I don't know what else you want from children. him. He gets elected to the Senate. Then he gets tricked. You know? I, do, I have one guys, question for sure. you guys. I have one question yeah. for you. Sure. Is Hancock a good movie, guys? <laughs> that's a good question. Griffin, that's Is a great Hancock question. Is Hancock a good movie? No, Griffin, that's, that's a great, great question. Is Hancock no, a good movie? How do you feel about Hancock? You like George Hancock? Lucas? That was a really sad scene. I haven't seen Hancock. I haven't seen Hancock. Is it a good movie? It's a great movie, George. I believe you. I believe you. It's a great movie. James III and John Braylock from Black Man Can't Jump. Thank you for being here. Thank you, George. Thank you. Padme's crying. Padme's crying. Oh, she's crying. She's sad. This is more emotion than you usually allow in these films, right here. This is that's a full well, on she's five second shot of crying. Yeah, she's sad. People aren't allowed to be sad before then. I showed people oh, sad. Mrs. Smith is gonna no, go This crazy. has to be your point of pride in the entire film. This the entire is your son. I'm proud this of every moment. Your son, Jet Lucas, is Zet Jukasa. Hey, he's not here yet. Smiths. It's versus Smiths. Pro Smiths. What's wrong, Ben? Why are you sighing? Going on. <laughs> it's a oh, lot of movie, Joe. Are you sad you missed part of it? It's a whole lot of movie. No, no. I've seen it enough times and heard these guys talk about these movies Ten for weeks in a row. 30 hours. Yeah. And I have to edit that. Here's, oh. here's, what's his name? Jet? Jet Crazy. Jet Zucasa. Look at that guy go. No, Look but the, the kid's guy called go. Jet oh, the kid's Lucas. Jet Lucas. Jet Lucas. The character's Zet Jukasa. Right. Yeah. So we're at like the hour and a half mark. Wait, really? Yeah, we're almost done. Thank God. Woo! Yes. Can you play it at half speed? <laughs> Do you want to slow it down? No. This no. movie isn't slow enough. Swimming. <laughs> swimming. You had to point out that he was swimming. Is that real or is that digital? Digital. Of course it is. I find it easier. I actually to... totally forgot about this. Yeah, that's how great it is. Oh, fun. <laughs> what? Nighttime. You never see him like this at night. Well, all these movies are dead. are dead. But you said Chewbacca's back. Yeah. So is Chewbacca the last of his species? No, he has a Christmas uh, life day like celebration. They, they hid this thing behind a bush. There's you itchy see that they moved and the bush ma, aside. David, we haven't asked Griffin about how much money he makes. I don't oh, yeah, yeah. I, I don't want to miss him. He's going to miss him. So what'd you clear on? I'm unemployed. I don't want to no, talk about Griffin, no. Griffin just filmed a whole HBO season. I did, I did nine out of ten us. episodes in a season. Ben, I can I make a request? Yeah, yeah, of course. Yeah, request? it's coming February? Yes. Coming February, February 14th. Yeah, Valentine's Day. I make residuals if you watch an HBO guy. As soon as we're done watching the movie, can we watch all the deleted scenes from this movie? No, we're not going. As soon as we're done watching this movie, everyone's going to leave, George. If I want, no, if I George. watch vinyl, HBO Go, how much do you make? Like two cents, four cents? Probably something like that. Cool. Yeah. Let's see how great the music is there. John Williams did do a great job in all three yeah. of these films. Yeah. Oh, here's the, this is such a cool ship. This Thank is you. a great ship. Now tell us about the design process for this ship. That Look looks at this. Look at that. set. So clean. Look so at that. Simplistic. <laughs> minimalistic. Looks fantastic. I love this, George. Yeah, that's all digital. Where'd this come from? That's not digital. Look at this Stop bullshit. lying to me. What is your obsession with digital things? Why don't you want to live in reality, George? Well, you like things that are handmade, right? Yes, I love them. Digital. <laughs> so you're saying, oh, because the handmade. fingers type the keys. Well, yeah, because digits. digits. Yeah, digital. Yeah. I just don't understand this aversion to, to practical things. Is it because, okay, okay, you're, you're the man who your wife left you for made Griffin, things with his hands. No, he was a craftsman. <laughs> he made stained glass windows with his hands. And you looked at that and you went, oh, I'm only working on computers from here on out. No physical art. Is there any connection there, George? Nailed it. 
<laughs> I didn't think I was going to win that oh, one. You got him no, easily. it's true. I, I think John and uh, James really uh, knocked him out. Just they now. did. You seem a little defeated. Yeah, you seem a little winded after George, that. I, Mace, Mace winded. Mace. <laughs> no, I, I, I feel bad that they feel that way. Uh, you do feel bad. I do feel bad they feel that way. I, I, the only thing I can tell them is just go back and rewatch the movies. I think you'll see that you're wrong. This is where Anakin has already murdered children. All right? He just killed did a we room miss of that? children. Did we miss yeah, it? yeah, yeah. Oh, you we, were getting yelled at. We, we were going to talk about the Benny Hill music. Yeah, you were going to do Benny Hill music over the yeah. child murder. Oh, I, I think that would make that, that scene part. so Yeah, we better. couldn't technically that? work that out. A little Benny Hill music while he's killing kids? Uh, no, all of the music has to be John Williams unless it's like an Ewok song or Slice Noodles. American Graffiti was like one of the big early instances of using pop songs. In oh, yeah, it changed, it changed everything. And then you never did that ever again. No, because why repeat yourself? But then Strange Magic, you soundtracked it with the hundred songs that are on your iPod? 200. Humble brag. Yeah, well, each movie's different. Obviously, uh-huh. Star Wars, you want repeating themes. You okay. want to have things like that. Every, every project's different. These are all just one long movie, six-part movie. So you're telling us up until this point, we've only seen half of the story. Half. That you consider, at this point, we've just part seen story. seven yeah. hours that constitute the first half of the film. That's right. And get ready. Apologies for this, the middle part of the next thing you're going to watch. Oh, this part's heartbreaking. They're so sad. Yeah, he's really stroking your earlobe right there. Good acting. So, I mean, you, you seem to... Even Ben's sad at this part. That's how it's... <laughs> Ben's just shell-shocked. Look at him. George... Probably probably I'm just trying to establish a Is that timeline. the Empire Steel Boots? So, that, that, that looks like the Empire Steel That does look building. exactly like the Empire State Building. They just, they just yeah. dropped that in there. No, because this... No, if anything, the Empire State Building in our world ripped off that because this happened first and this is about the Empire. This is a movie, George. It's a, you can't it's, it's not real, for George. things in our real world. <laughs> I, I'm a billionaire. I can do whatever I want. Are you saying Are you saying that Jews are based off of Watto? That no. they saw Watto a he's long time ago and decided to a, base their behavior I told you, he's a, he's a dirty guido. How is that better? It's not. I'm just saying it's different. Mato's not even in this movie. Girl. It's a great ship. Cool ship. It's a great ship. Thank you. Pro-smith this isn't so great. No, that's just as good. It's just as good? That's just as good. George, I'm just trying to establish a timeline here. So you make sure. these you know, films... This is a long movie. You could have cut this, maybe? No, you got to know how ships get into things. <laughs> Otherwise, you would have been complaining how that little ship get into the bigger ship. I will say... Also, it pays off later. These movies are very concerned with how people get to places. It's true. Like, you always show them walking through the door. Climbing out of their oceans. Yeah. Where do you live? I live up in West Harlem. Like you live in New York City. How often do yeah. you talk about, like, oh, the subway this or yeah, whatever? Yeah, but nobody's making a movie about him yeah. talking about taking the subway. Most people cut those parts Well, that's not my the- fault that no one's making a movie about Griffin. <laughs> that's not my fault. I don't make movies anymore. I mean... But that's He's a common thing. Still people power. love to talk. If you live in a city where it's a lot of like driving and highways, people talk about, oh, how do you get to work? How do you sure. get here? And I think it's valid to show like how people get from here to there. Big, big universe. Oh, great edit. Mustafar here. So d- describe this planet for us, This is a volcano planet. Right. You know how like you have a, one planet made of cities? This planet's made of volcanoes. The whole it, thing's a volcano. Is it all one volcano? The whole planet's a volcano. It's, it's a volcano one planet. volcano. It's yeah. this whole planet. And are these guys just mining volcanoes? Yeah, they get hot rocks for energy. <laughs> That's the energy source. Is lava? It's, it's an energy source. Now, it's controversial because is... there's a lot of people saying, like, 
it's not sustainable. You're going to use up all the hot rocks on the planet. Right. Like, we need to find a better power source. So the Nemoidians, who I, I know you've defended them, but they're not are. popular characters. Yeah. Uh, they are popular characters, and you insist they're Asian, even though you admit they've never been to Asia, nor are they related to anyone. I don't know that they've been to Asia. I didn't say they're not I'm Asian. telling you. Okay. No. Do you know that I created Star Wars? Yes, I do know that. Will you trust me when I tell you that neither they nor anyone in their families have ever, ever been to Asia? It is hard to trust someone who has hurt me this much, George. I know, I know. A lot of tension. How did I hurt you? Right I made now. magical films for you that you've watched again and again and again. How did I hurt you? He's got you there. George, I... Show me on that bag of toys where I hurt you. <laughs> I mean, here, okay, ready? Lot Dodd, Jar Jar Binks, Captain Panaka. Hours of joy. Panaka ain't so bad. Yeah. Pool scene. Cool scene. That's a. That's just a shot of a ship. Here's another shot of a just ship. Just a shot of a ship. You know what? That started off. It was just green. <laughs> I mean, yes. And I turned it into that. And I turned this into this. And I turned this into this. Your argument has always been: if I don't love these movies, then why are I, am I watching them so much? And it's because honestly, these films contain all the elements of everything I love in a movie. Thank you. Yeah. I love spaceships. Thank you. I love epic storytelling. Your laser swords. I love lasers. You're love welcome. Laser I mean, these swords. are all you're naming things that are in this Robots. movie. Robots. I like long-term narratives. Sure. Out. Well, okay. Yeah. I mean, Sagas. It took six movies. Do you like R2D2? Yeah, he's cool. Well, take a I look, because there he is. Dick. I don't know. <laughs> he's all right. Are you glad he exists, or you wish I would cut him out of the movies? I think he has a lot of potential. I see so much potential in all these. Who are these movies? little guys? These little guys. These are great. What? Who? Why are they? <laughs> they're just fun little floor robots. They're like little. Why is there? Why you got? Why you want answers to everything? They're fun little scatterbots. Because it feels like you're just throwing Griffin. glitter in our face. You're doing like a Rick this Taylor. Is the death I would, one of your you know what? Characters. I wish someone would throw glitter in my face. It sounds fun. The Nemoidians have been established as the ultimate villains throughout these films. Really, right? right I mean, they set right. the whole thing. They're in action. evil. They're greedy. You cut away right when Anakin's gonna kill them. You show us Anakin yeah. killing we don't children. Get more powerful. Die. More powerful if you don't show it. You show Yoda killing stormtroopers. Yeah. Clone troopers. Yeah, yeah. There he goes. Yoda's cool. Yeah, Yoda's. You know what, Griffin? I think small. you're. You know what? You want to make. Here's the problem with your generation. Here's the problem with your generation. Oh wait, take a look. It's gonna be fun. Wait, Hogs. no. I want to hear what the problem is with my no, generation. No, I don't want to hear what the problem is with our generation. There he is, Jar Jar. Jar Jar represent. Not. He doesn't represent my. Okay. Thank you. <laughs> thank you. So see, this is everyone loves him. He should have done this way earlier. Yeah, the that's what he's are learning. Accepting him for that's who he what he's is. learning. How come they're not saying his that's face po- is all fucked up? That's a positive message. No, no one knows what's talking about. If that. Joe Biden suddenly showed up like that, people feel sorry for him. He's <laughs> no, super popular. No, they would be talking about. They it. would. No, they Please. would. Dead children. But how come he uses that popularity only to do the wrong thing? Why does he turn back at this moment? Why doesn't he at least cry right now? He's looking at a room full of dead children. He should be crying. <laughs> now you're begging for CGI tears. <laughs> By a lightsaber, he was. Little Benny Hill music. Oh. Someone has a question about Yoda? Someone have a question about Yoda? Here's a problem with your generation, okay? Yes. Please. Earlier generations Look, here it is. Here it is. He's knew how to him. have fun he, he and appreciate. He kills most of them on screen. He does. Yeah, yeah you're right. Yeah. You were wrong. I'll accept your apology in any form. <laughs> Just say sorry, the, the problem with my generation <laughs> is... The problem with your generation is, earlier generation, when I made Star Wars movies, they liked them. And then your generation, so you get everything handed to you. There's Jar Jar again. Uh... <laughs> There's He's powder, in a bl- powder. Blood, blood red. Uh, 
little cameo by Powder. So you're telling me that the generation that saw the early test screenings in the 70s and 80s Yeah, they knew how to enjoy a Star Wars film. And I disliked these movies when I saw them, and that's the fault of my generation. Because you get everything on your phone. This was 2005. I probably didn't even have a cell phone at this point. Okay, well, then you were sad about that, and it affected how you saw the movie. Responsibility yep. for anything in your entire sure, life. Sure, I would take responsibility for me in five and a half of the best fucking movies of all time. Red flag. Red flag. Yeah, seriously. That's a major red flag. Oh. Great orator, though. He's good at speeches. That's why they like it. Wouldn't it be great if a president did that just... <laughs> Oh, After giving look at speech. that! Look at that eye acting from Smiths. He did a full, a full uh, middle to left eyeball did move. Did you tell him to do that, or is that no? CGI? I did that digitally. Yeah, I thought so. <laughs> oh, now you hate these guys, but look how great it is now. What to watch them die? I don't know. Could have done oh. with a the decapitation there. Well, yeah, Dooku, you went all out, and this guy, you gave him like a cut across the chest. Yeah, you got to do everything different. And look, it's General Grievous' favorite color again. You see how the how much of it there is. Yoda's the same color. You think Jocasta knew that? Ooh, we what happened to Jocasta knew the librarian, the librarian from Attack of the Clones? They're in her library right now. Uh, died of a stroke unrelated to any of this. <laughs> I didn't want to show that because that's just sad and doesn't, doesn't further the plot. Yeah, this movie's definitely straight away from tragedy. I've said in my, I host a monthly talk show at UCB East, and I have said before that People ask why Jar Jar isn't in this movie. Uh-huh. And I have said before, and I'll, I'll repeat it here, that uh, I had to cut out. The problem was Jar Jar's plot in episode three took up the same amount of time as this movie. But you shot two and a half wow, hours. Wow, so there's a whole other movie. There's a whole other movie, basically. Okay. Jar Jar gets lost in a grocery store <laughs> and uh, causes all kind of mayhem, all kinds of havoc. And it actually was the best part of the movie. And it, But sometimes you have to cut the Just, best scene in the movie. Yeah, like... It's so too was, long. That was supposed to play as one continuous scene. There was going to be like an hour and a half of Jedi In the middle stuff. of the movie, there was one then continuous scene. two and a half scene hours of, of Jar Jar We tried different edits where we would cut back and forth. We were yeah. like, I think it's better if it works as one hour and a half, a two and a two and a half hour shot yeah. in the middle of it where he's in a grocery store. It was one continuous shot. It was like Birdman. It was one. Yeah, because it's digital. There's no cut. It doesn't right, matter. Right. You know? uh, you know and Fuck you, George. <laughs> no, but I had to cut it just because it doesn't, it doesn't advance the plot of this one. And then... Uh, no emotion. No emotion. He's whining about having to no, kill No, they're Anakin in shock. Right they're in shock. You yeah. understand? Yeah. Shock doesn't look like this, George. <laughs> no. These people are just. Are, it, it's like someone no, I mean, told the them that the subway's going to arrive in five minutes. No, most of the characters in the prequels are in shock the whole time. That's... They look like they're experiencing a minor inconvenience. That's what it looks like. Well, that's what people in shock. They, they don't, often aren't projecting the emotions that you would expect. Oh, Here's that lovely apartment great scene. again. So we've seen like seven scenes since the moment that Anakin landed on Mustafar and killed all the Nemoyans. Right. What's he just doing now? Like three days of Just walking in a circle. Just making sure they're dead. He's just in a room with dead bodies for three days. Make sure they're dead. Because you don't know, maybe they come back to life. No, see, I've commented that there's some interesting tension between McGregor and Portman in this scene. Yeah. A little bit. Was that intentional? Because oh, it feels yeah. like they have a little touch. He touched her just here. then. He, he touched did. her on the yeah. shoulder just then. Yeah. Oh, definitely. I wanted there to be something fun going on here. I have seen a dot, 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 a security hologram, dot, dot, dot. But did you ever consider having that as, like, a motivator? 
for Anakin to turn to the dark side and lose his trust in the people closest to him. What do you mean? Well, his best friend, his mentor, and his wife, if he suspected them of having an affair, that maybe that would be the impetus to then freak out and kill a bunch of people rather than just being worried because we had a nightmare. I mean, you know? this is a, Griffin, okay, that's that sounds like a great, complicated Merchant Ivory film, but this is a children's movie. you got to keep it simple. I want kids right, to enjoy this. Stop trying to get answers I want kids to have fun when they're watching this movie. And what you're saying sounds like it's very sophisticated. I, I applaud you. Maybe write a college paper on it or something. Have, uh, have you ever watched a child watch one of these movies? Sure, they have a great time. They do. You see yeah. them just having fun watching scenes like this. Yeah. They have fun. They're just having a ball. They have they fun. Stuff like this. Yeah, they love it. That's a great line. That's a line. And she can't. That's why she says it. Um, and then they just think about it. They got a lot to process. He gets up. Uh, she sits there because she doesn't want to get up. She feels differently than him. He stands, but he looks at her because he has another question. He wants to know, is Anakin the father of... And she's like... By the way, doesn't look pregnant Doesn't want to tell him Do at you, first. Where's the baby? Not pregnant. Yeah. Where's the baby? She's not showing because... She has different... a fountain in her apartment. Yeah. She's a water feature. She has twins, and that's she's a, 12 hours away from delivery. Yeah, was, she's about to give yeah, birth. Yeah. That was a space bidet. <laughs> now, George, this is coming up on the most effects-heavy stretch of the movie, maybe. Oh. Mustafar, yeah. the all final this, battle. You see all, all that, everything. Oh, it's all gone so wrong. What a dark side he's turned to. So, uh, so we promoted that we were doing this show, and yes. we were contacted by a former employee of yours from ILM. All right. Your special effects company who said he wanted to come talk about the process of doing the effects yeah. for this scene. He said this was the most complicated scene in the movie. Sure. So I, I don't know his name. He d emailed anonymously, I think, you know, so as not to sever the relationship with you. We have an ILM employee here to speak on the film. A round of applause, please. Oh, hello. Yeah. Hey, George. Hey, how good you to doing? see you. How you doing? Good to see you again. Uh, what's your name, sir? I'm sorry. Uh, my name is Mike Drucker. Oh, oh hey, Mike. Industrial Lights and Magic. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's the name of a former guest we had on the show, but you're a different person. <laughs> a different hi, person hi, entirely. So, oh, so you 3PO run. That was just a, a CGI 3PO that ran yeah, out of the right ship. Right there, right there. Yeah. So, so Mike, give us that. an insight into what's going on. Yeah, so you give us a time code. You said this timestamp of coming up right now is the most special effects heavy moment of the entire film. I assume you mean the Mustafar battle. Yeah, no, 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 absolutely not. No. Um, the most, uh, what little people don't know is that our uh, most advanced CG character is Hayden Christensen himself. Is, really? uh Yeah, well, we, we started by hiring a Canadian actor, but then he wasn't very good, so we thought we could do better with motion capture. And if you watch the scene soon where he talks to Natalie Portman, you can really see that it's some of the most advanced CG we've ever done. So who did you hire to do the motion capture? Uh, that was me. You played the that role. Was me. Well, I have a similar body type. I'm amazed and, you don't uh, recognize George him, said George. that. Yeah. See, right here... Complete CG. Looks great. Oh, thank you. Thank you very much. Oh, I appreciate great. it, George. I'd only do the best for you. Well, this scene's going on. This scene isn't very important. Does uh -huh. anyone have any questions about the effects in the film? Yep. It's open call. Please, any please. questions? Anyone has about... a question about the effects in the film? Did 90% of them myself. Well, you're talking to too impressed. the man behind the role. They're too impressed. Of Anakin Skywalker. See right here, this was uh, made on a Cray computer. So you used all the vocal tracks that Anakin recorded. Yeah, 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 yeah. Well, we had him in a studio for two weeks. Uh, right now, uh, uh, Padme Amidala is about to land, and she's played by a real woman named Natalie Portman. You can see her in other movies. But okay. if you've noticed, Hayden Christensen hasn't been in anything. Yeah, not in a lot of yeah. movies, Hayden. We that's, tried to put him in a movie a about point. a reporter, a small indie thing. Yeah. It didn't work. Nobody yeah. saw it, so we killed the character. 
So you're saying da- uh, Hayden Christensen, wholly owned by ILM. Wholly owned by, wow. well, Disney now. Disney now, unfortunately. So Sorry, lo- George. Yeah, Loosely I, I inspired by a Canadian TV actor and then brought Loosely to life inspired, yeah. the Who's, magic of, of digital You're effects. really holding on Natalie here. Yeah, you got it. You can't cut away from this. Not when that's happening. So, all right. CG right there. I don't know if right. you can tell, but this is not a real place on the planet. No, I can tell. Yeah, I can this tell. This doesn't exist. Okay. Well, because it's also not a real planet. Right. Yeah. All these windows, green screen. You don't think it, but... All right, so here he comes. That took three months for that shot. And that's you walking. That's me well, walking. How do you get you know, like, all right, hug. Did you have to wear a robe, or was the robe CGI? No, the robe is CGI. I mean, I just wore a bunch of ping pong balls. Now watch his eyes. His eyes actually never meet hers. That was intentional. This was an intentional see, choice. See, we do our best to keep the eyes down. Eyes, most human part of the person, so we try to keep them out of the shot as much as possible. Closed. <laughs> So what was the creative intention? So that's the reason you just couldn't get that. You we couldn't, couldn't get you that couldn't right. Get that. You it's noticed just, what the technology wasn't there. Right. Okay. It was 2005, 2004, different time. Mm. All right. You see, yeah. you can't see their eyes ever meet. Yeah. He wouldn't want to look at her because he killed younglings. Right. Of course. Of course. Yeah. Now that's kind of a cheeky smile. That's an interesting acting choice for well, you. Well, we had a stock. It. We had a sort of a stock archive of different expressions you could put on him, so you could animate it faster. So this is confusion. So he's like an emoji. Kind he's of. like an yeah, emoji, yeah, sort yeah. of, but before emojis. So right. Hayden Christensen was kind of your Simone. He was my Simone. I would call him my Simone. I did fall in love with him in a way. Really? Yeah, of course. And How can you not fall in love with that face? Did you think there was a big career to follow? Did you think you had made the ideal male I thought, movie star? I honestly believe there would be hundreds of thousands of movies with him in them. And uh, unfortunately, the audience just didn't connect with him the way they did with our other CG, Jake Lloyd. So Jake Lloyd, J- Jake Lloyd was motion captured too. Jake Lloyd was also motion captured. We tested him in the Sixth Sense. People liked him a lot. So, uh, or at Jingle All the Way, rather. That was Haley sure. Delos. Sure. <laughs> the Sixth Sense. Yeah. Make things the way we want them to be. See? Right here. You... There's a big line between the shots. Different shot. That's a stand-in right there with long okay. hair. Is that you Wait. wearing a wig, or is that... No, that's just a stand-in that's approximately the right height. 5'3". Uh, um, all right, see right there, stand-in, a CG character. That's a tennis ball just being held up for Natalie Portman to respond to. So was she acting against anyone on set on the Absolutely bed? not. Like, absolutely well, what about absolutely you, Mike? not. Uh, George always told us that the best way to do it was to give them nothing to respond to at all. Okay. <laughs> I find this endearing. I See, do. I, know, I don't know if like this is scene. good acting, but yeah. I find it, it endearing. She's so See, earnest. She's, she's, she's really saying. acting, and we're doing right. with the best we had in 2005. <laughs> so you're saying it's a matter of limited technology. Limited technology, limited time, limited budget. Okay. This was an independent film, technically. That is true. With a budget of, I think, see, $150 see? Yeah, million. Griffin, dollars. this is what you wish for. This is what you wish for, Griffin. Don't say this is what I wish for. I didn't wish and for I'm, him to murder her. Obviously, we no, never No, no, you have... wish for them to be that tension. He sees Obi-Wan there, and he gets mad. Yeah, because he thinks he, he, that she told him, not that she thinks they're together. See? Again, she's supposed to be nine months pregnant with twins, guys. We would also never have an Just actual man you know. force choke a woman. I mean, that's respectable. I'll give you props for that. Great line. <laughs> All right, now we're about to get into our second biggest uh, CG effect, the lightsaber battle. Right. I like this little, like this, it's almost like a, a pre-samba kind of like stare down, you know? None of Except this existed Obi-Wan's on Earth. just overloaded with awful exposition. But Ewan McGregor was real, right? Ewan McGregor was real, but if you notice, we had to hold off for a while because we didn't have the processing power to actually have them 
you know, get Interact. close to each other in yeah. a physical way. Yeah, it's like Roger Rabbit and, and Bob Hoskins. They can touch only very rarely. There's no life in his eyes. So you're, I mean, that you're, that was. You did a great a job with the technical limitation hair. that you had to weaponize. That's what we had to weaponize. Uh, he was going to say the light side the whole time, but we figured dark side, no life in his eyes, easier way to go with it. Is that true, George? Uh, yeah, some of it's true. <laughs> <laughs> you know, it's all very complicated. When you're making a movie, there's a lot of different people, right. do a lot of great work on it. You know, you try to control every aspect of it, if you can, ideally. Again, not a place on Earth. Yeah. And now it's, I mean, that's easy now to do it's if it's digital yeah. the whole time. Now we're just in flubber land forever. A lot of people compare the, this part to, like, Shakespeare. <laughs> to, like, Shakespeare? Yeah. Any who, particular Shakespeare? Who? Name one person. Tragedies. I would, I, would call, I would say it's like Shakespeare. Well, I mean, basically, I hate to call you out on this, Dave, but your former uh, uh, employers spent all, all last week giving, true. giving big smooches to these movies. The AV Club. The yeah, AV Club last week says these movies are great. You, people should appreciate them. Before I go, though, I want to point out one thing. Yeah. Yoda, you don't think it, CGI. You're kidding me. Absolutely. That's not a guy? We thought about going with a puppet, and nobody wanted to believe it, so complete did, who, CG. Who did the performance for Yoda? I did. You did the Yoda? <laughs> I did the Yoda. How many characters in this film did you play? I did the Yoda by going on my knees and putting two shoes in front of my knees. <laughs> so you dwarfed it. You did yeah, it. No, Yoda Conway doesn't wear shoes. Style. All right, well, thank you guys very much. Thank, thank you so much, for Mike coming. Drucker. No relation. No relation to past. Dark Side of the Rings. a Tonight Show fan. Oh. Oh, Ben, you're back. I heard a noise backstage okay? before that sounded like a man dying. And it was Ben making a noise. Just, I think you just don't. Just you, weary. This movie is taking a toll on you because it's so devastating emotional. what's happening. I'm sorry. I'm giving you the movie you need, not the movie you want. Well, yeah, but this sets up the next movies where, where things go differently. How many times do you have to set something up before we get to the part that we actually want to Make see, George? Make this movie good. Make the thing we want to see. Times. Get so to the three point. times. The answer is three. It's the same number of licks to, it takes to get to the Tootsie Roll Center of Tootsie Pop. That's your inspiration was yeah. the Tootsie Roll Pop. Yeah, one, a two, a three. Yeah, and then he bites. Three. He cheats. The owl cheats, George. I'm not the owl. The number could be the same. The intention could be different. George, I know I'm coming at you with a lot of anger. Yeah. I'm yeah. sorry, I am too. I give just, in I to your give in to your anger. <laughs> I feel like you're Trippin', supposed to come feel on, angry. Look at this. The whole point of this, this movie is it's supposed to make you mad. That's that's how Anakin gives in the dark side. He gives into his anger. But I think these are the movies of someone who doesn't trust other human beings anymore. I don't. Who views love as an Why? evil? No, it's not an evil. I have a good wife now. Well, right, but this movie was made in between those two points. You have a wife, she leaves you for a stained glass window artist. You make these three films, and then you get married afterwards. And now you see. And then I make Strange Magic, which is a very happy movie about love. Yes. Okay, well, artists, are you going to get mad at Van Gogh for what he painted after he chopped his ear off? No, I'm just trying to make sense. Are these films are you a going cry to get... for help? Are these uh, the, the cries of a lonely man who just wants to find human connection in the world? Uh, look, this is my blood on the tracks, you know what I mean? George, I'm asking you. It's a little dude and an old guy fighting. Were, right? were no you sad, guy. George? Like, no big no I was very happy, but sometimes you can draw on a, a past sad memory Griffin, and tell Griffin, a sad story. Griffin. No, no, but I'm getting Look at, at this. something. No, Look at this. He's no, choking on, him out. He's choking him out. George, were, do you make these films so someone would ask you if you're doing okay? No, I make these films to make people happy and make people angry, make people feel things, and also make a lot of money. George, can I say something to you? Sure. It's not your fault. 
I know it's not my fault. It's, it's the fault not of that your guy fault. made the stained glass window. George, it's not your fault. Listen, I know it's not. Griffin, I'm not the one who has issues. You're talking about building a room that's a replica of your mommy's house. George, it's not your fault. <laughs> Listen, this is a great movie. You're missing the point. Look at this battle. Have you ever seen Goodwill Hunting, this George? This is the podcast. What? <laughs> Listen to me. Look at this. Find one thing wrong with this. You almost broke. <laughs> Griffin, you almost broke through. You were close. I, I was no, really you were close. close. No, I you're not close. movies are the language. I'm a happy guy. I had a great life. Things are going great for me. I made Star Wars. He has a billion dollars. He does have a billion billion dollars. All the money comes back to George. All the money comes back to George. Look at that. Oh, that's good acting. (laughs) That's good. Sword fighting. Ben's crying because he's so sad. He knows how it's going to end. Ben, you've seen this before, right? So you know how it ends, right? Yeah, no, I know how it ends. Ben, have you seen the ending before? Yes. All right, so that's why you're sad. Yes, that's why I'm... You should be sad. Look at this. Oh, they want to be friends, but they can't be anymore. They're jumping and fighting. They have problems with each other, but I think deep down they want to care about each other. They just can't anymore. So are they activating? What are they doing here? What? They're on they're, Volcano Planet. They're turning off the machine? No, they're fighting in a room that has machinery. So the fact that things are activating... Now they're out, now they're out on the, the patio. <laughs> All right? So it's more dangerous because inside they were safer. I would say it's more of a veranda. Inside, I don't yeah. think you could tell. Inside was air-conditioned. Outside is very hot. Volcano hot. See, this is the pog battle. They're oh, just throwing pogs at great, each other. Yeah. Great work. Oh, boy. Now, this is fun because he's controlling those like little frisbees. I don't know why we didn't make these as toys. People could throw these. They didn't make these as toys? You didn't make these as Not toys. Not as frisbees. Uh, that would have been good. Fri- frisbees that explode when, you, when they hit something. We've seen Yoda prove himself to be a great fighter. Why is he no, so... No, we haven't. We saw him He's lose. really... Yeah, we haven't seen him like be a great fighter. He lost the fight to Dooku. Stumped by this. Oh, he does... Yeah, he does the spinning So is every here. Yoda fight a draw? That we see. I didn't want to show him winning fights. That's boring. And you hear the musical theme from... Uh, it's the from Phantom. Duel of the Fates from Phantom Menace. Yeah. It's all coming full circle. So if you like Phantom Menace, now you're like, oh, good, the song I like. Every time I hear this music, I want to eat Taco Bell food. Did you have a hand in that campaign where yes. the, the Chihuahua and Colonel Sanders and the Pizza Hut employee all went on a journey across the galaxy in a car? Yeah. Did you write and direct those? I didn't direct those, but those were canon until Disney decided to make the expanded universe uh, not part of it. You seem to have a lot of resentment for Disney. I don't. I love their money. I just hate their decisions. <laughs> this, that's gross. That always gross. Yeah, Yoda's oh, finger sucks. Yoda... So you have no creative say over the future of Star Wars? Not anymore, no. I, I, I email them stuff, but they don't like it. You think they've added you to a spam filter, George? Sometimes I feel like I'm going in a folder I don't like. Oh, no, no he lost no. his... Well, this is, this is silver <laughs> lining. Jacket. Okay, this is silver lining. I, you know, I do have a, a complicated relationship with these movies, but I admit, it would be fun to be in a Star Wars movie. So you said the next one comes out in a couple weeks, right? Right, that one's done. You can't be in it, it's locked. Okay, and the next one, episode eight, is there an episode eight? Yeah. It's in two years. Yeah. Is, are they still casting for no, that? No, they're done casting on that. And who's directing that one? Uh, that's uh, Ryan Johnson. Oh, that's a good choice. Yeah, he's a good director. J.J. Yeah. Abrams, Ryan Johnson, that's yeah. a good choice. These tr- are some good names. Okay, so episode, I mean, are they going to make an episode nine? They have to round out the trilogy, right? Yeah. Oh, so I, I see could audition you're... for that. I see where you're going that with this. That could be fun. Who's yeah. directing episode nine? Oh, I'm trying to remember his name. It's the guy who directed uh, Jurassic World. Hey, my friend Steve helped produce that. Don't boo it. Colin Colin Trevorrow? Yeah, Colin Trevorrow. That's his name. Colin Colin Trevorrow is directing directing a Star Wars movie. 
episode. No, that, not episode. Uh, yeah, nine. It's nine. nine. Yeah. Sorry, bud. Do you think he's ever listened to the podcast? Probably. We've mentioned him a couple times. It's a very times. popular podcast. I like this scene a lot. <laughs> and here they are. They're still fighting on the volcano because that's, now you know they really mean it. Yeah. Because like they, if they didn't mean it, they would have stopped fighting by now. But they, you can tell like there's no hope for them. They're you fighting. Think they couldn't maybe like take a break and be like, hey, let's move this somewhere a little safer. No, they're so mad at each other. The, the reason they fight on a volcano planet is I wanted to show that they're so mad at each other. And yeah. They don't even say let's go fight somewhere that's not a volcano. Obi Wan's mad because Anakin killed a lot of people. Killed a lot of people. And Anakin's mad because Obi Wan was on a ship. That's right. Yeah. Okay. And that's just, how you just know. Just to get everyone's motivations in line. Obi Wan is a good guy, and Anakin is now a bad guy, and and uh, you can tell that because Obi Wan's motivations are a little more noble, and Anakin's kind of unreasonable because he's going to the dark side. So how many hundreds of people worked on this like one two minutes? I mean. It's all about the same. It's all about the result. Oh, this is a great scene. He's in there. This was actually just candid Show footage. Show now he gets places. This is, we actually just, this was just candid footage that we did of him having Jimmy a Jimmy Smith knows to pull up. Smith ship. Smith ship. This isn't the Smith ship. It's just a, a Smith ship. Yeah, it's a good Smith ship. It's not the Smith Into exile, Into exile, I must go. <laughs> Fail I have. So he takes responsibility, George. Well, well he knows he messed up. Okay. Should have won. And you also said in our last episode that Yoda was the character you related to the most. Yeah. So do you ever feel that, you know, you have failed? Nope. In any way, at any point in your life? Never. Yeah. You're not going to get him, Griff. No, I I mean, if by failed, you mean, I mean, like, you think this movie's a failure yet. You can't stop watching it, and it's a hugely successful movie by any metric. Oh, no, I can stop watching it. <laughs> I don't think you... Easily. I mean, you say that, and yet here you are. That's true. Got me there. Like, yeah, I Ben. Yeah. Now like, they're gonna swing at each other. I I know you're. I Best kind of lightsaber I know that you're friends with Griffin Gamer. I don't believe you're that good of friends. You would watch this this many times. You didn't love it. On yeah, but he's level. on payroll. Now what's he's going on here? Paid for what are these things? Oh, beautiful work. Now in a behind-the-scenes documentary, you credit Steven Spielberg with coming up with this idea of the thing. The director. Over. The director. He yeah. helped you out with some of the previs on this movie. Yeah, he's we all we're buddies, so we all help each other out with ideas. I mean, any any filmmaker like filmmakers who are friends with each other. Realistic. It's just help no out. weight to this sequence. Yep. And you'll always contribute a little bit. Like there's insert shots in The Godfather that I directed. Is that true? Yeah. That's like, crazy. Like That's when crazy. when Al Pacino's character sees a newspaper headline. Yeah. And it cuts the newspaper. I directed that. You directed wow. the shot of the inanimate object of the, of the newspaper. Okay. And I had a great time working with it, even though it was a practical effect. It was easy to direct the newspaper to get the performance I wanted. And it really felt very similar working on these films. It was like, it's like I'm working with that newspaper from The Godfather again. Getting that same level of, like, classic Ben's movie performance. Ben's just texting right now. Ben's just, Ben's texting just on his phone right, right now. I should have known the Jedi were plotting to take over. He should have. We're at the two-hour mark. Here we go. He tells him that Here we go. Bob and I is I mean, evil. this is the Denimon of the film. explains, from his point of view, the Jedi are evil. Yeah, from his point of view, you see the Jedi are evil. Look at those random guys. And, and so you see what he feels is true yeah. from a certain point of view. Mm. Now, George, we're coming to a sequence that I really don't understand, which is the high ground Let's sequence. talk about the high ground. What is that about? Yeah, you really got to clear your throat out for that yeah. one. Pulling a Grievous there, aren't you? Pulled a little Grievous. The high ground sequence, a classic film sequence <laughs> that movie fans love to watch. Now, uh, in this sequence, even though 
I don't want to ruin the mystery Jedi's of it, but it is magic important. Powers. It is significant. Because one of them is a little higher than the other one, he okay. is undefeatable. All right, Even well, though Anakin could go anywhere else. I have the high ground. It's over. And he anywhere. holds his hands up like you Why know Why doesn't it's Anakin obvious. just jump down over there and then run at him? Do you, first of all, do I need to explain to you how lava works? Don't try it. Don't try to Look. jump over me. He just because lazily I'll slice your knees. slices at him. No, I mean, you're taking it literally. He was higher, but he has the moral high ground. That's why well, he's going to win that's it. that's true. Why has that never come up in any previous battle, though? Yeah, why what don't do Jedi just constantly try to run up some sort of ledge yeah, I mean, or slope? Yoda had the high ground over Palpatine because he was in a higher <laughs> hockey puck. Yeah, the, I know, but Galactic Yoda will set. never have the high ground. He'll have the moral high ground, but never fully have the high ground because he's so short. He's very short. So you're saying it's literally about no, who's this, taller. This is Ewan's no. big moment. This is Ewan's big oh. moment. Yeah. Which he will, eventually. Yeah. Well, you could argue he already has. With brought brought balance to the force? Yeah. Yeah. 2-2. Two, two. Kind of a cold move to just leave him there. Well, well he's, or he he's could still just mad. kill him. Yeah. He's still mad at him. And also, he hates him. He's still saying hurtful things. Anakin I think we hates get, him. We yeah. cut Obi-Wan a break. Because even at this moment, Anakin's still saying really horrible things. And Obi-Wan's saying nice things. That's true. Well, he also said... These are nice things, even if they're past tense. Oh, yeah, yeah, past tense. And Anakin is saying things Ooh. like that. Little and now lava. it's really too late for him. Yeah, when you get close to lava, you know your clothes catch on fire. You're saying that like it's not true. Yeah, I am saying that like it's not true. Fun fact, not real fire. It's all digital. <laughs> And Obi-Wan hates this. He's like... Yeah, it's gross. Yeah, no one would want to watch this happen <laughs> it, to anyone, I want to say let this. alone someone they've right known now, for 10 years. Right now, Obi-Wan hates this. Yeah, of course he does, Troy. He hates Where watching he go? it. He's like, I can't watch this. It's disgusting. Did he, like, park near here? Is that is that why the battle concludes here? How does he get over here? He walked over there. <laughs> for a film so concerned that was a great about cut. how people get That was a place. great cut. I filmed it, but... Because... Uh, Ewan was saying, let's film the part where I walk from here to there. And I'm like, I'll film it, but there's no way I'm going to use it. I'm going to do a hard cut from you walking over the top. Now she's nine months pregnant, by the way. All of a sudden. Okay, well, these are space pregnancies for one thing. Yeah, just a real quick. They could. And look, she's she feels terrible right now. She can do their grip. I I have to admit, I kind of lied to you guys earlier in the evening. What? Okay. I said we were done with the fan fiction. No, come on, Griffin. What's happening? Well, I went off easy at the beginning. I picked a very, very chaste story. Are we going to miss the end of the movie? Well, I just think this is someone giving birth, which is the product of sex. It's on. It's topical. It's Griffin. But it's, at this scene in the gonna movie. She's going to give birth to two major characters. Well, yeah, I mean, I, you know, if Rachel Lang wants to get back up here, let's, I did let's find get... a different story about Anakin and Padme, and I felt like the last fan fiction segment didn't really play that well. So I... I Ask two friends of mine, performers, actors, comedians, to come and, and sort of interpretively act out the sex acts that, that I'm going to read. So if Rachel Lang come to the stage, Great. and also from our uh, cousin podcast on the UCB Network, Murph Meyer, and uh, Diana Kolsky from Menage oh, hey, a Hey, Diana. How you guys doing? Um, nice to see you. Sorry so, about this. Uh, so we're, we're going to read a story uh, for you right now that's, that's called Taking Charge. And it's sort of um, one uh, fan fiction writer's foray into uh, the BDSM genre. I like to call it Fifty Shades of Padme. Uh, And it starts out the way that all good stories start out with the writer saying it starts out. And Rachel will take every other paragraph. It starts out with Anakin teasing Padme about her fighting abilities. 
In spite of the many scrapes she's managed to get herself out of without Jedi protection or assistance, the fact that she put herself in the line of fire is irrelevant, she argues, because she took care of things herself. Her husband's reluctance to admit that she's capable of saving her own skin pisses her off. So there's no dialogue in this. Oh, look, look. Anakin says, and he starts putting his boots all over the expensive throw on her bed, which doesn't help his cause. Oh, that's not, okay. Excuse it's me. cute and everything that you want to help out. I just think you're better staying behind a desk. Excuse me. It's safer. His gaze is well-meaning, even a bit adoring, but Padme is feeling like she has something to prove. Suddenly, Anakin is being straddled. Moves fast. He laughs, ignoring the annoyed expression <laughs> on his wife's face. I love it when you get all feisty. He grins. Good Anakin. Not answering, Padme starts digging in the top drawer of her nightstand. She pulls out a, a filmy scarf and begins winding it around the glove wrist of Anakin's robot hand. Anakin watches her, bemused. Soon both wrists are tied to separate posts. Anakin on his back, his head propped on a couple of simmer-shilk pillow shams. He watches his wife dangle another scarf in front of him and cooperatively lifts his head so he can tie it around the back of his skull, effectively blindfolding him. This is great podcasting. No one listening to this will know what's happening on stage. What does a senator need all these toys for? He asked, amused, cocksure. Padme slaps him abruptly across the face. It's open palm, but sharp, and Anakin's mouth forms an O of surprise. You will speak only when spoken to, Padme tells him, and there is a husky tenor to her voice now. Anakin bites his lip, still unable to stop grinning. Yes, m'lady, he answers. Padme growls and digs into his sides, and he squirms. Ah, okay, no talking, he mutters. You're horrible at this, Annie, Padme complains, and Anakin can hear her clothing rustling. Loud clothes. He manages to stay quiet while she divests him of his outerwear as best she can by sliding and shoving it up and down. He knows his nipples are exposed when he feels Padme's perfectly manicured nails flicking one of them. He groans. Padme shifts a bit and seems to be rummaging around again in her nightstand. A small sting lands between Anakin's pectorals. A crop, he guesses. And he moans openly, able, able to control himself, but knowing he doesn't have to. Padme whips him along his torso and up and down his thighs. Her crop gets dangerously close to his penis, but seems to be carefully kept away. Do you like this? Padme asks slash orders him in her senator voice. <laughs> A hand grabs his cock thoughtfully. Sure seem to be enjoying it. Yes, m'lady. Anakin feels Padme shift and realizes he can feel her bare legs and ass rubbing against his own naked skin. He smiles against his He smiles against his wife's mouth when she kisses him. I want you to eat me out, Annie, Padme says softly, close to his ear, her warm, sweet breath tickling his cheek not unpleasantly. She doesn't repeat her directions, simply moves forward until Anakin can smell the heady, musky scent of her crotch. It takes a moment to get the right rhythm. Anakin's. And balance, Padme's. Anakin can feel his wife squirm <laughs> as she struggles not to sit on his face and neck outright, or to bear down too hard. Sorry. Anakin's tongue darts out, steady and methodical. Padme's pubic hairs tickling his nose. 
Padme quivers and moans as he licks her cunt. Gasping and clutching her husband's hair and shoulders and her own breasts as his tongue rubs against the tiny nub at the top of her slit. (laughs) Anakin catches on quickly and begins concentrating on that specifically, running his tongue in slow circular motions, breathing carefully so he doesn't asphyxiate. It's an arduous project, even though Padme is pretty well fired up, but Anakin has had to endure multiple hours of meditation with Master Yoda. And that's way less fun. And that's the end of the fucking story. Uh, big thanks to Diana Kolsky. Thanks, guys. Merv Meyer. Uh, listen to Menage a Trois on UCB Radio. Thanks again to Rachel Lang. Just in time for uh, Darth Vader. To rise. Now, George, this is your least favorite word in the universe. That's right. It's a very... I mean, it's a useful word. I understand there's context in which I'm in favor of it. A negatory. Listen to... The fact that he says at this point, that's to you a sign that he is irredeemably over on the dark side. Well, because right now, this is like the point in Midnight Cowboy where John Boyd is like, give me the money. And Bob Allen's like, I don't don't have have the money. money. So the emperor is Bob Balaban. The emperor is Bob Balaban. I see. I see. And he's He's John Boyd. But I did what you wanted and I was supposed to get money for it. Now he's right. She was alive. And this is how John Boyd felt when he realized he he engaged in an oral sex act with Bob Balaban. And wasn't even going to get paid for it. And so that's why right like now Anakin, he's going to say... Just like Anakin, he to the dark side so that his wife wouldn't die, and she died anyway. And look, Palpatine... Pal- Pal- oh. I saw, you're wincing right now. Me? Yeah, you're shaking at, at the I utterance of that word. I feel terrible for him. I feel, feel terrible for Annie. Bad word. For Annie. Little Annie. Uh, I should point out, because I think it's a good piece of writing that I'm really proud of, that... Uh, during the sequence where sexual things were happening, uh, Amidala died, and it was made very clear that, medically speaking, she was completely healthy. They don't know why she was dying, but she had simply lost the will to live. This is what a medical droid said. I think that's a good explanation, because we don't know why she died, except maybe she just didn't want to live anymore. You think it's a good explanation that the movie itself tells you that it doesn't know why something is happening? No, but they said she must have lost the will to live. So it did tell you. Should we go back to it? No. No, we shouldn't go back. We just have to muscle through this. George, I'm just, I'm trying to get you to admit you're that, not gonna get a that you anybody. feel that, I, that you're a hurt man. And I'm not saying you're a sad man. I'm not saying you're a bad man. I, I am I hurt that they won't from. let me, uh, they won't use my ideas on the new movies, but I'm not, I don't have anything but good feelings about this movie. I think these films are the product of, of your loneliness and your feeling of rejection from the world, a world that that didn't trust you and didn't support you. This is the third film. People didn't like the first two. They love the first two. These are a cry for help. Hey, listen, go to your web browser, go to avclub.com and see how much people (laughs) don't like these movies, okay? Griffin, the movie's almost over. I know, I just wanted to That's why he's mad. He's like a child lashing out now. The same way that Anakin said hurtful things when he was mad. You're mad now that the movie's about to end and you're worried you won't have a reason to keep watching it. But if I'm Anakin, you're Palpatine. No, I'm uh, Yoda. (laughs) Why, why are they wiping their memories? No, just, no, just C-3PO's. Just C-3PO. Not R2-D2. So R2-D2 remembers everything? Yes. So in you the can't next, tell anyone. He's in trapped. In the next three movies, Look, they don't know what good acting, Good acting about to happen. Elephants pulling her uh, casket? Yeah, space casket. Space so N- Naboo, open casket funeral, always? Yeah. Those are parents. Those are her parents. Yeah. These are the only times we've seen like a lot of citizens of sad. Naboo. Oh. Jar Jar. Sad. Very sad. sad Jar Jar. Acting sad. People sad say he's just Nass. a comedy character, but that's devastating. Look how sad Jar Jar was. Elephant tails. 
And this is Academy the one Award shot nominee, Keisha Castle Hughes. This is follow up to being nominated for Best Actress for Whale Rider. Yeah. That's her whole performance. Good choice. Good choice. Did you shoot more with her that was cut no, out? No, that's all I needed. She's so She's good. She's carrying I was like, this little thing with Let's use her in small doses. Just a little bit of seasoning, just a little bit of spice right there wow. to make the ending perfect. And now look at these ships. Really cool. That is a good ready. ship. I'll give him credit. It's okay. Could I be like better. that ship. Could be better. And look, they've got new outfits. This looks great. They've got new outfits. I like this. That was the first thing. So why did they switch to like Galaga computers? Like what, well, how did that happen yeah, so quick? technology better. looks very look retro. Yeah, suddenly it's just lights. Just look. a lot of blinking lights. Yeah, it's just an aesthetic change. It's a little bit more Swedish, kind of like sparse. Yeah. So you're saying that, that the Empire really refined see, he's design. he's a little bit like, mm. A little grumpy. Not happy about this. Darth and up Vader's until this point, all the people Folded working. his arms just the way the Jedi used to fold their arms. Yeah. Yeah. You he doesn't that? look at the ground, though. Up until this point, everyone working for Palpatine has been a robot, and suddenly has a bunch of Germanic humans yes. wearing Third <laughs> Reich uniforms. Things, things have changed. Darth Vader's now on board. He's got some new ideas. Part of it's like, let's get more. These films are now nothing but not subtle. Yeah. Wait, what's this scene? This is the Smith ship landing. Oh, this is where he's from. The baby. He's bringing... He the... gets one of the babies. So this is one of the lead characters of the new movie, Leia? <laughs> yeah, you'll see. So That's the his next... wife. That's his wife. Remember is... when he yeah. talks about his wife before? She is a peer. Yeah. There she, she is. She does appear. I drink too he'll much. Take, he'll take she the is girl. A peer? He, she is a peer. He'll take the girl because he has a wife. I s- okay, that's I, okay. reductive. George... But that's what he says. He says... Me and my wife have always wanted a little girl. I always wanted a girl. I'll take the girl. Is the next movie like Star Wars Babies? Is it like them as toddlers? A little bit, but we, we flash forward a little bit. We, we jump into the future a little bit more. Now, I want to say, this is pretty gorgeous. I like this. Yeah. Well, if you uh, like this, you'll love the next movie. Really? Yeah. It's more of this? Yeah, yeah a lot this more good. of this. This is good. Our, it's very our, minimal. Our Uncle Owen and Aunt Peruna? Yeah, but they're older. Oh, that's cool, though. Yeah, thank you. I'm cool. I'm and, pumped for the next movie. And I've been telling you this whole time. Yeah, you're super cool, George. That's Luke's the point. He's in the desert? Yeah, in the desert. They're far- farming for moisture. He's a moisture farmer? He's a moisture farmer. Because, as I told you, energy Here's is Here's Joel Edgerton. God, I gotta say, I'm like now knowing there's another film after this, I get chills looking at this ending. I know, it's good. Imagining what lies ahead. sunset there. God, and there's two, two sons. sons. Very I didn't cool. even notice Last that. Last Fantasy proudly presents. TLF sub-team. Joel was, Edgerton right there. God, I, I hesitate to say this, but it does feel like there's, I know. there's, there's a, a hope. hope. Yeah. There's a fucking hope that things might... Yeah, that, that part's us. new. Oh my god, it's over! Oh wow. We did it! Wow. Can't oh, believe you guys watched god. that. Wow. Jesus Christ. Produced Rick, Rick McCollum. Tricky Rick McCollum. Can you make these out? McCollum! Rick. Rick here? Rick, are you here? Rick? Yeah. Rick? Oh. Uh, uh, now let me. Uh, Oh, no, we have to go through the credits through. Yeah, now, it's not, too. Well, we, we're big fans of billing order. That is a big thing. Oh, yeah, we yeah. like billing Trisha order. Bigger. Trisha Bigger. Turn off the subtitles, Ben. They are yeah, not Yeah, turn helping. off the subtitles, Ben. What the hell is this? You know what? Casting by Christine King. Because the subtitles only have one credit. They made it last all time. Ben Burt. Burt killed it. Burt yeah. killed it on this movie. movie. sounds great. John, John Williams. John Williams did a great job. Yeah. Yeah, there you go. McGregor so Hugh first McGregor build. first build. Well, and then and yeah. then Portman and then then Portman. Okay. Yeah, everyone, if you like him, clap for him. Yeah. You know? Now Portman's well, getting nothing. Or your silence can speak volumes. Hayden, no, Chris no. third. McDermott, McDermott, McDermott's fourth. Silence. Yeah, McDermott's yep. fourth. Okay. Uh, all right, all right. So then Sam Jack. No, and, and, and Frank Oz is Yoda. That's right. Host Stark Smith. And Chewbacca. Yeah. Chewbacca gets weirdly on the best. Oh, wow. Oliver Ford Davies, who's Sayo Bibble. 
Silas, Silas Carson, Kenny that's Baker. Newt Gunray. Yeah. With, with Samuel Jackson. Jackson. Honestly. And Christopher Lee as, as Count Dooku. Yeah. Honestly. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, that's a good guy. Wow. I couldn't make, I, honestly, I couldn't make these movies without Kenny Baker. He's the guy in the R2. He's thing. in the R2. He's the little guy. He's the little guy. It's the, one, it's the one character we couldn't figure out how to, I mean, like, you got to have him in there. We've never been able to really judge his performance. Yeah, is he how good? How hands-on was he in the development of that character? Yeah, very crucial. That's really? the one thing where, like, hopefully someday you'll be able to make out an R2 performance in a whole movie completely without him inside. But right now but you need Right him now, in there. there's always at least one shot where you're like, got to get him in there. Get in there. Well, George, it sounds like this is the last Star Wars movie that you're ever going to make. I mean, probably. I mean, I've said publicly that I'm going to make more movies, but I'm not going to release them. Jet Lucas. I did say that in an interview. I said that... Yeah, they'd be experimental I'm, movies, I'm gonna make movie. Said? I'm going to make movies and not release them. Mousy McCollum. Is that Rick McCollum's you bet. child? Yeah. Mousy? That's a weird I know. name. Mousy's a great name. She is Mousy. If you still had control over the Star Wars franchise, what would you make next, George? What would I make? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, I almost don't even like thinking about that question, but like, I'd probably make one that was, I would probably make one that was even funnier than anything I've done before. I'd probably make... So you think comedy, that's what, that's, that's I mean, the turn to take. I still have to be a space adventure, but like, I'd do like a Bib Fortuna movie. We don't know who that is. Uh, no. Oh, yeah, we don't know. Yeah, you don't know No, 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 he's in Phantom Menace. He is? Yeah, he's Jabba the Hutt's uh, secretary. That's a very, very peripheral character. Well, he's a big, important character three movies from now. Okay. Okay. All right, looking forward to that. Uh, Make a movie about him. He's always getting his things stuck and stuff. He's got a sort of a tail. Like, I would make a a Jar Jar Bib movie where Jar Jar and Bib go on the road. Like Like, Midnight Run, where, like, Bib is very serious and Jar Jar keeps on trying to get a rise out of him. Yeah, Bib's like, Jar Jar, you're a a real doo-doo head. And Jar Jar's like, Misa, Misa want to be friends. Uh Uh-huh. Okay. Well, probably good that you got the billion dollars instead. Yeah, it was a toss-up between taking a billion dollars and making that (laughs) movie. Making that movie. I I just want to ask you one last time, George. Sure. Do you have any regrets? Nope. What? Two and a half hours later, no regrets. Griffin, you got it. Something's bothering you. What do you think I should regret? These movies are all hugely popular movies. There'd be any negativity that happened because of internet commenters and the the Reddit crowd, uh, Twitter, things like that, has been wiped away in the past two weeks with a flurry of online support for the prequels. One AV Club article for you <laughs> negates no, last week. Years. No, there were multiple articles last week. I think even there might have been two. That, even articles that weren't about the prequels would drop in little references about how things like they're... I'm paraphrasing, but like, these are great. Weren't they, wasn't it more like they're not so bad? Yeah. Wasn't that kind of the argument? Yeah, because when you're negotiating, you always don't take your exact stance. You work towards it. Why are you this defensive, Griffin. George? I I'm think not. I'm the product of a wounded man. I just want you to open up and tell me that you feel. Griffin. I'm not even asking you to tell me that you're sad or you regret anything. I want you to tell me that you're a human being with emotions, George. Griffin, I'm not the. I'm not a grown man with a little bag of toys that I already have. <laughs> All right. I'm a billionaire who did everything I wanted. Griffin, Griffin, this is the last time we're going to talk about these prequels. He's raising a good point. He controlled me. <laughs> yeah, yeah. He, this is he's the prophecy. Got you. This is exactly where he wanted me the entire time. He wanted me here angry, on stage, doing his bidding, yelling with a bag of toys. Uh, yeah, but but it's going to be okay, Griff. Because we're going to do a new hope. I do like they hope. have that Chewbacca Furby. Have you seen that? No, there's a Chewbacca <laughs> Furby. Everyone seen that? The target? This guy's nodding. 
You've seen it? There's a Chewbacca Furby. So like, hope is not lost. I didn't have anything to do with that, but I looked, that's one thing that I looked at and thought, nice. That's a, that's a You're good You're happy move. about that? A Chewbacca Furby. The legacy continues. I did try some Gogurt the other night. There was some uh, Star Wars Gogurt that you can get for the new movie. It tasted pretty good. And they make it look like a lightsaber on the packet. Oh, that's I thought, smart. Special thanks that's, to that's good. Nokia and Dell. Do you know what I'm going to say? That you're sorry and you like these movies? You have given us 36 episodes of podcasts. Yeah, 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 that's right. I mean, few movies could sustain this much. And I, I mean, look, I, it's been ups and it's been downs, but I, I guess at the end of the day, I have to say thank you, George. Thanks, George. May the force be with you. Yeah, <laughs> thanks, George. Thanks, Griffin. Thank you, David. Yeah. And above all else, a big thanks to producer Ben. Of course. And Ben Deucer. The hero. I, here's his desktop for you oh, right, right now. Yeah. That's right. Beautiful. Everyone, there's a lot of beautiful. Stuff. Hooker loves what? Hooker loves no, no, special no. edition. <laughs> Baby roll dummy. What's that? Baby bomb. Baby bomb. Oh. Oh, I unplugged man. it. Okay. The FBI is on their way. Uh, oh my God. I, I'd be remiss uh, if I didn't mention that the movie Strange Magic is available on DVD okay. and high-definition download. You can buy it on iTunes. It's a lot of fun. And, so, and you still host a talk show at the Upright Citizens Brigade Theater? You do. Yeah, Every I do month. do that, but I mean, Strange Magic is what I'm here to promote. That's the main thing. This is part of your tour, your promotional tour. Yeah. And it's a record breaker, right? Box office yeah. record yeah, breaker? Broke box office records. Okay. Uh, uh, it was the lowest grossing uh, animated film to be released on 3,000 screens. That's true. Did everyone like the movie? I do want to ask. Did everyone okay. like the well, movie? George, this is not... We don't have time to get answers from I'm everybody. willing to take a question and answer about how much... We're not doing much... a... Que- these people have been here <laughs> for over two, two hours, hours, George. We're not George. doing a question and answer. I don't see anyone getting up. I don't see anyone leaving. These people are so... Ra- Everyone's wearing their jackets. So we, let me ask this. Producer Ben, is it possible to start it up again while Absolutely watching it again? Absolutely not. We're out of here. Thank you very much, George Lucas. Thank you all for coming out. Thanks, guys. Two You're weeks we're on my back mic. with a new podcast. Uh, thank you all for listening.